0: On this episode of the Buzz Kill Podcast. You. I did. Did you not get rimmed? I didn't. <laughs> Was Aww. I supposed to? Yeah. Fuck, I missed out. That's how these things are supposed to go. You're listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast.
1: Episode 330. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast. For tonight, we celebrate seven years of being the most consistently mediocre horror podcast on the internet.
0: World's okayest podcast. That's it. Yeah, baby. We got it on a mug. <laughs> In getting the seven deadly spins. Uh, ooh, I hate the spins. I do too. It's the
1: worst. When I was like, when I was younger, I didn't mind it. I was like, ooh, this is fun. <laughs> I'm puking everywhere. Like. <laughs> It's
0: that's not this fun. Is
1: awesome. <laughs> just, I, w- I was never good at the puke in the rally though. Like I would puke and oh, then I'd be hard. like, okay, I'm done.
0: No, like once I, I once I puke. See, I don't puke. I I have like oh shit. Turn off the dehumidifier. Oh, yeah, before oh, that yeah. ends up in our our mix. Um, puking puking from drinking is a pretty rare occurrence for me. It's yeah. the hangover. Oh, hangovers! The hangovers. Uh, that's that's been more my thing. Mm-hmm. Which luckily it hasn't but been my thing in the, the past is, like though, ten years because I I wised up a little bit. The but.
1: thing is though, is that if you puke, you kind of avoid the hangover. You can, at least. Yeah. You know, but then, like like sitting on the gut I f- all night. I feel, like,
0: I feel like if you puke, and then no matter how many times you brush your teeth before you go to bed, you still wake up, and you have that, like...
1: Oh, bad. oh yeah. There's a gerbil in your mouth. Yeah. It's fuzzy. Something's dead. <laughs> oh,
0: God. The, there's something in your tooth. It feels like a tail. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, yeah. it's usually a dude. <laughs> 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 Typically speaking. What is this, a tail? I oh, don't know. It's but, a dick. Um, um,
1: yeah, no. Uh, hi, James.
0: Hey, man. Hey, Mike. Um, that was weird. Yeah. After seven years, after seven years, we can't get our intro right. <laughs> He's Mike. I'm Jim. That's the one. What's going on, y'all? Not a
1: whole lot, man. It's, uh, it's been a week.
0: It it's, has it's been a been, week. It's been a doozy. Shower power. Shower power. <laughs> I wrote down shower power. because You're like, what if we had going on last week? You're like, oh, shower. And I said, oh, uh, power, because I lost power.
1: It just makes me think of T-U-R-T-L-E power.
0: Shower S h o w e r power. S h o s h o w e power. That's shower power. Shower. power I did it right the first time. Yeah, yeah. S h o w e r power. Teenage mutant ninja Yo, shower it's the, power. It's the wet
1: machine. Gonna rock the soap while getting clean. That's what they called me in high school. The <laughs> wet machine. <laughs> the wet machine. <laughs> Uh, hope it's because guys... I had
0: swamp ass all the time. It's oh. not. It's not for what the, the reason that you're thinking. Uh, no. yeah, I was yeah. just notorious swamp ass. Yeah, gross. Yep.
1: Is there anything worse than swamp ass?
0: No, there's not. That's why I got. That's why I got my butthole lasered. <laughs> lasered. Lasered. Like off. Yeah. Like you don't even use it anymore. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> sealed it. Sealed everything up. I don't even sweat down there anymore. Every,
1: <laughs> everything comes out the front <laughs> side. You just shit spaghetti. You. <laughs> oh
0: god. Somehow, way worse um
1: uh speaking of shit and spaghetti hope you guys all enjoyed tank last week that was yeah. uh first time he's been on in a while
0: yeah that's an awesome way to put that um yeah that was good to have tank out here man he's uh i always forget how tall he is
1: <laughs> that's that's what you're taking away from it <laughs> well
0: yeah we, he he got here a little bit before you and we walked down into my basement where i'm used to me and you being down here together so you're the tallest and and usually the the, and usually the only other person i'm down here with is my daughter and she's tiny so like it's me like i'm the big person in the room and he walks down i swear maybe i'm making this up in my head but i swear that when he walked down here he had to duck to get under that right there no no he's eight and a half feet tall he is i mean (laughs) he's so tall dude you know what i'm just gonna go with it (laughs) he did like i'm pretty sure he had to duck to get under the that, that drop down by the stairs though
1: uh, that wouldn't shock me i think that would cho- I, I think for- john does too though in fairness john's the same height as me then what's your problem he might
0: be half an inch taller than me i don't know maybe you have lower cankles but tank's eight feet tall and that's why we call him tank the tank the tank no it was good having him out here i was glad to see his face in person it's, it's been, been, a, been a long it's time we have seen him been a while are you
1: so are you in his band now or no did you get kicked out last night?
0: No, uh, last week. Or last week, rather? No, it sounds like it's just not happening. No. Oh, okay. It's just not happening. He asked me to be in the band that I want, I've wanted to be in for 20 years. Yeah. Which uh, I was very excited to jump at you that. You went opportunity. from being in
1: Mon Mon to being in Non Non.
0: Non Non. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just a dumb idiot in my basement playing bass by myself. That's it. The basement.
1: The ba- Oh. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. Yeah.
1: In the basement of the hangar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. just just <laughs> ripping leather <laughs> just
0: ri- just rip there's a lot going on down here there is now that you put it that way oh yeah there's instruments there's leather there's podcasting mm-hmm. it's a pretty nice little area i've carved out for myself here problem is i've only carved it out for myself that yeah the rest of my family has no business down here whatsoever
1: no i see whenever your daughter comes down here i just look at her face and she just looks sad no, like, she. Like this is where mm, like this is where this is where Dad goes to to
0: to get away from to get, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she likes it down here because she likes playing the instruments and she likes. I'll I'll set her up with uh with some leather and some tooling uh like tooling tools. Uh-huh. And she'll just stamp leather and stuff like that. Oh yeah, we have a good time. A le- I brought her down here when I was making your book safe. Oh yeah, and I showed her that process. Thank you. You're welcome. By the way, by the way, speaking
1: I, of a book safe,
0: I ruined a uh, first edition Stephen King book. Nah, eh, it was. It was not. A, it's not a very valuable first it's, edition. In it's fairness. hearts. It's hearts in Atlantis. Yeah. It's like it's literally toilet paper. So it's
1: it's <laughs> one of his least uh, revered books, to be honest. Well,
0: he co-wrote it with what Peter Straub.
1: No, that wasn't this book. Yeah,
0: no, it's not. Look at the fucking look at the spine. When you go home, look at the spine. it's Stephen King and Peter Straub.
1: Ah, no, it's not because Peter Straub's nowhere on this, dude. Or was that the Talisman? That's the Talisman. Yeah, there's well, there's black. Oh, yeah. There's black. Black It's because I just started. It's
0: because I just started listening to the Talisman, yeah, and that's why. Okay. And I can—I don't know what parts Peter Straub wrote, and I don't know what parts Stephen King wrote, but I feel like I can already tell a difference. Really? Yeah.
1: A lot of times they go chapter to chapter.
0: Is that what it is?
1: Uh, or or they'll do pages back and forth. I know a lot of authors. It's such a do weird
0: concept to me.
1: I don't think I could do that with somebody.
0: No, I don't think I, so.
1: I mean, well, then again, like, though,
0: it's not—it's not that much different than writing music, though. That's true. Because like, I'll write a part, and then I'll bring it to somebody else who writes a part to go along with yeah. it. you yeah. know. That's true. But then, but then stretch that out over four hundred pages yeah. of a book. Yeah. It's just kind of strange to me. It's like the world's longest album. <laughs> it's just, you're just bored by the end of it. I wonder what the world's longest album is. It's probably um, Clarity because there's a, <laughs> a thousand-year song a, at the end of it. Because <laughs> there's the four hundred-minute song at the end. If you're
1: ever in a, um, a dubs and you want to annoy the people around you, just go to the jukebox and put in <laughs> four put in copies. ten dollars.
0: And put clarity. Uh, put what's the last song Goodbye called? Goodbye, Sky Harbor. Goodbye, Sky Harbor. Put, put it, it, on it on four
1: times in a row. Yeah, it'll last for like over 130 minutes or something like that.
0: And you'll get you'll get a a very large dude at the bar <laughs> being very angry at you. <laughs> if this fucking song
1: plays one more time, <laughs> who keeps putting this shit on? <laughs> apparently, uh,
0: apparently, fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin was there that night.
1: Who's the son of a bitch? <laughs> that's on our highlight reel. That night is our is on our highlight reel,
0: uh, on our personal highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, that's a good time. Shooting pool, listening to large angry men. Yeah, that's our thing. Yeah, that's how we get down. So, that's that's how I get down. I wasn't so speaking of shower power, let's talk about that.
1: Uh, yeah, I had my shower
0: this weekend. It was uh, was nice. Oh, it was nice. It It was nice. Hey, it was nice, except for. Why did you guys pick a place with no air conditioning? Um well there was air conditioning. There was. There was, it just didn't work. Oh. So we were so we were <laughs> would we were, have been nice if they would have let you know that.
1: So we were first told there was no air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And then we show up there, cuz we had fans with us and everything else. And of course, the 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 one day that it's 90 fucking degrees oh, in a God. sea of like 70 degree days. It was so hot. Um you you were the only one that was dying though. No, I You should
0: probably get your heart checked or something. No, I was not the only one dying. Everybody at our table was like, holy shit. It wasn't that bad. It was really hot. It was hot, but it wasn't like, holy
1: shit, we're melting.
0: Well, I was also wearing long sleeves and pants. So was I. And... A, f- a felt hat well that was your fault that was my fault yeah <laughs> it did uh, when i took the hat off i did notice a, a like a, not- well, yeah, a noticeable change in body that. temperature listen man i gotta keep things looking cherry that's fair i gotta that's keep fair. things stylish because if i don't do it nobody else is going to certainly not you uh, although i did like your well, shirt that day i looked fucking good i liked your shirt a lot i did thank you where'd you get that uh, express Nice dude. Yeah, man. It was a good looking shirt. I, I was it like it. a floral thing it was or was a, it like it was a, a flora button up, yeah? Almost like a I'm I'm picturing almost like Jackson a Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock. Don't, that's don't, what I was gonna don't say. Don't fucking
1: say that because I hate Jackson
0: Pollock. But listen, on a shirt, that's fine. It's just a it's just a, like just don't pay three hundred thousand dollars for it. Sure.
1: Jackson Pollock's not even repeating, it's just garbage.
0: He's got an interesting story though. Yeah, that's fine. He does. That's
1: fine. It's I can appreciate so it. Was,
0: it even though it's literally just like finger painting so
1: just charles manson doesn't make him a good guy oh
0: it's, it's actually a really <laughs> good point <laughs>
1: uh but yeah no we had the shower that was fun yeah we, we had a gaggle of people show up yeah, for us gaggle and it was cool had some gifts got an... some moolah for the honeymoon and it was a nice day
0: was the vegan did the vegan food kill you the vegan food was pretty good it was pretty good the, uh, the the pasta with whatever the pesto stuff. Now, on it was. I had that for dinner tonight. There we, was, have, and, we have mountains of leftover. And chickpeas over. with shaved coconut on top? Like, who would have thought? Well, but we it also, was really good.
1: We should have dug deeper into that because there's definitely more lettuce and dressing at the bottom of that care. pan. I don't care. <laughs> no, I like we, the. I we like what I had. like It's a Caesar salad. It wouldn't have killed him to put some more fucking lettuce in this. That like, was supposed to be a Caesar salad. Yeah, like, why was it all chickpeas?
0: <laughs> I thought it was just chickpeas with coconut. I
1: think it was supposed to be mostly Mm. chickpeas. Oh, so if it was a
0: Caesar... set. Was the coconut supposed... Because the coconut was almost kind of like toasted. Was it it supposed to be like the the, the the shaved Parmesan? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but it
1: was good though. I've never had that before. The
0: food was good. And you claim that it doesn't even hold a candle to the vegan food you're going to have at your wedding. I am telling you this right now. I'll be the judge of that.
1: Everything that we did at a tasting for the wedding food was delicious, but that fucking... Um, bolognese, the 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 pasta bolognese or whatever. Yeah, what is is the best bolognese I've ever had in my life?
0: The stuff that's going to be at the wedding.
1: Yep, I'm and gonna, I'm and I'm not selling. I'm no. and I'm not even trying to overhype it, but it doesn't hold a candle to. I'm gonna hold any you, other pasta. I'm gonna I've hold you had. to
0: that. I'm gonna hold you to that. I am gonna have an emergency bag of burgers in my car that's just in, just in case we can all go out there and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> just slip outside to get a little protein boost. Um, but, um, yeah, we went to the shower and then I came home. I uh, grabbed my my kids and we took them to their first concert. Oh, yeah. Went Where'd to, you? Went you to go? a Beach Boys concert.
1: Oh, so you've scarred them for life.
0: Did you just make a fate? You don't like the Beach Boys? I can't stand
1: the Beach Boys. Oh, dude. I can't. I can't do it.
0: That's crazy. I can't
1: stand the Beach Boys for the same reason that I don't like early Britpop Beatles. Like, I don't like that quartet. Or quintet, whatever the Beach Boys are. Like, I don't like. Dude, be, hold on. Being
0: able to do a six part harmony live and and making it sound good I while playing instruments? I no, can you can I can do can't. that myself. No, you can't.
1: Yes, I can. It goes like this. How do you do that thing? Oh, with that the was vocal close. Oh, <laughs> the... How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Mongolian throat singing?
0: That's kind of
1: it.
0: It's like the the Who band, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it just it's
1: just never a style of music that I've gotten into. It's but just, it's just not.
0: I know not their maybe not their early stuff from the sixties, but like you get into like uh like Pet Sounds and stuff like that. That's not maybe. Really? I
1: mean, maybe,
0: give me another chance with it, maybe. But... Pet Sounds is the album that like the Beatles were jealous of. Like they thought that they had to keep up with that album is because Surfing it was USA so good. on that. No, no. Oh that was from the 60s dog. What's
1: on what's on pet
0: sounds? Um good vibe good vibe good vibrations is probably the the song that you would know the best off of that.
1: This rose to me barking is now on uh is now
0: on this. I'd say that's not yeah. the first time. <laughs> in 7 okay, years good vibrations
1: that... how does good vibrations go?
0: It's I'm I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. Good. Yeah.
1: Okay. that's not as bad but it still doesn't really do anything
0: for me Damn. I know I'm sorry you need to expand your horizons I, a little bit uh,
1: my my ver- horizons uh, my
0: horizons have been expanded your horizons are like literally four and a half inches from your face that's your horizon don't make fun
1: of my four and a half inches
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting this
1: one to the horizon
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, um. yeah so we, no, went, that's cool, though. we that's went to see uh, Beach Boys cool. here's the problem They're in their 80s. Well, at least Mike Love is in his 80s. And uh, so it was Mike. I'm
1: getting the good vibrations.
0: (laughs) Mike Love and Bruce Johnston were the only two original members there. Okay. The rest of the band was incredible. Uh, But they call
1: themselves the Beach Geriatrics now (laughs) because they should. They are not boys. The
0: Beach Old Men. Uh, So Mike Love's 82 years old. Bruce Johnston, I think, is close to that same age. So they did uh, an hour and a half set A, right? And then he says he says to the crowd like we're going to do and he's joking around about it. At least we thought he was joking. He's like, "So we're doing here's how tonight's going to go. We're doing our first set." And then we're going to take what's known as an intermission. And he's like, and for me, at my age, that's the kind of thing I need because I'm going to go back, I'm going to take a little nap, and, I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'll come right back out here and I'll keep, I'll keep rocking. And, I mean, for an 82-year-old, he moves sure. around that stage pretty good. They took a 45-minute long intermission. And when you have kids there... They don't get down with a forty-five. Like I'm did you, guys, s- did you guys leave? No, we made it through the forty-five minute intermission, but then their second set didn't start until uh uh ten fifteen or oh, something geez. like that. Was it like another hour? And then they were gonna play for well, okay, so their second set started at nine thirty and then they were gonna play till eleven. Oh, but geez. the first set went from uh what would what what would an hour and a half before uh, so forty-five nine to eight forty-five. So their first set went from 7 15 until eight forty five. okay and then they took a 45 minute Jeez. so we're like i think he actually went to take back take a nap or he died this old <laughs> bastard but people like everybody was like okay intermission let's we'll go to the bathroom let's go grab a drink and then everybody's just fucking standing around for another half hour it's like dude just come out yeah and play some music yeah and then they come out or have or have like another act Right. Come out and
1: play during the
0: Anything. Like just an acoustic act or, act or something like that. And they came out and they the started. Girls, they started set number two with absolute bangers. And I'm like, oh, this set's going to be nice. But then they started to get into some of the more like like uh, self not, indulgent. Self indulgent. Ah. They got into some of the more self indulgent stuff. Okay. And it just like brought the whole set down mm, was it and mindless it, it, was, it wasn't mindless it was just like all right the kids are losing it like i would have stayed you know but um yeah we ended up we ended up <laughs> peacing out and uh right over the head what <laughs> oh mindless self-indulgence <laughs> go fuck yourself um it wasn't a good joke. so we walked out and actually meadowbrook's cool because you can walk out and around the entire hill, so it's like this nice, this really nice walk through the like through this little park area. Yeah, So we saw could, brand new, didn't we? Uh, we did see brand new there one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a smaller, smaller amphitheater.
0: Yeah, there's really not a bad seat in the house, even if you're you're at the top of the hill. Yeah. So
1: speaking of amphitheaters, oh. we saw
0: another show. We also went to another it's been, show. It's been a busy week. Oh, this was. Uh, did this one take you back to two thousand four or what? This baby? is such a good
1: show. Hell yeah! The was. Get Up Kids
0: opened mm-hmm. followed by starting line
1: the starting line mm-hmm. who are fucking amazing yeah followed by newfound glory kenny vasoli
0: still looks like a 15 year old he does and still he still moves <laughs> like a 15 year old like he just just fucking killing it
1: yep and then followed by newfound glory uh which if you know anything <laughs> about their going-ons right now uh chad their guitar player uh has cancer he's battling cancer yeah but he's still fucking there Performing with a chair to sit down in when he needs to, but mm-hmm. he was, he fucking killed it. Yeah. Uh, they were so good. And then uh, headlined by All American Rejects, mm-hmm. which I liked a lot more than I thought I was going to.
0: There, I think that, uh, I think a lot of people don't take Tyson Ritter seriously as the type of frontman that he puts forward because he, like, everybody just puts them in, everybody puts them in the same box as all the other, like, 2004 pop punk bands oh i don't but he's got like a whole
1: yeah he's he's well he's 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 got <laughs> he's
0: he's pretty fucking out there on stage yeah he's
1: kind of a douche i mean yeah be, which is he completely on he's a pop douche but like that's,
0: he's but that's fine like douchey front it's front annoying men. i'm sitting here with one right now it's
1: listen it's it's annoying though like i feel like the all american rejects went from being like this really awesome like pop punk indie band right mm-hmm um back when they were on like doghouse records and whatnot like i remember when their first record first came out i, I fucking jammed it and then well, move course. along move along came out and that's the record that really shot them into like the mm-hmm. stratosphere and then he did the whole like i'm the most important <laughs> member of the band and he and he did and he got real eccentric and he got real like pop starry and that's when he, they lost me. I, kinda, I, I couldn't I, I can't stand that but shit. But when
0: you're watching them live, that eccentricity is what I thought it was annoying. That's a good show. I thought
1: it was annoying. Ah, I, the show was good yeah, but there was parts of like his antics that I just I just thought was annoying. Now I will say this though I give him credit for still and, and it sounds it sounds very trivial but like I give him credit for still playing live guitar. A lot of guys bass. just oh ba- I'm sorry, bass. Yeah. yeah. A lot of guys don't do that. Once they get to a certain stage and maybe they'll have like 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 a bunch of songs that are popular where they don't play it, mm-hmm. then they'll just stop kind of and they'll have like a touring guy fill in. Sure. No, he goes back and plays bass on all the songs he always did. Mm-hmm. And I'll give him credit for that. Sure, yeah. A lot of guys don't. Yeah. Um but yeah. yeah. Like Jared Leto, for example. No <laughs> longer plays. Yeah, he guitar. doesn't
0: play guitar on stage anymore, which no. is like, come on, dude. Yeah. Because you look awkward without it. <laughs>
1: oh, it's like Tom DeLonge when he's performing with Angels it's and Airways. So it's It's the worst.
0: It's so weird. Um, well, it's also, it doesn't help that he's like 6'3". There's just like something about a gumpy dude trying to act cool and like and like spindly on stage that yeah. doesn't work. You know?
1: What's the aliens? That's, that's the that thing that is he's... The <laughs> <laughs> aliens! dum. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It was a uh, great show, though. It was a fantastic show. I got time. myself a, uh autographed uh, Get Up Kids vinyl. Very That's nice. How fun. much did you pay for that? It was 30 bucks Nice. That's it. Nice. That's why I got it. The only reason I got it was because it was so cheap. Um, Hell yeah. Not that I need to be spending money on more vinyl right now. I have a lot coming to come into the house lately. Do you? <laughs> it's like I'm getting married and I need money. <laughs> what?
0: Um, well, on the, on the plus side, you can sell it someday. Yeah, actually, most people are. Take of it, your though, wife on a nice little vacation.
1: Almost everything that I have coming, I didn't really have to pay for. Why? Because uh, I swapped stuff out, sold some other stuff. Oh, so it was yeah, all yeah. even trades, right on. But right on. Uh, we can talk about that you later. Are
0: deep in the vinyl game, my my man. Right now, deep in it. Fucking deep, 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 so deep. I have Two out in the car right now. Do you really? I do. <laughs> Brand new
1: ones. Uh, kind of. Oh shit, yep. dude. Yep. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: so cool, dude. <laughs> uh, and then I lost power. Yeah. Yesterday, because of the fucking hurricane. Hurricane Hillary? Is that what's going on right now? Is
1: that that what this is from?
0: Listen, dude. I don't know what's going on on the West Coast right now, but if if last night wasn't part of Hillary, then I don't know what it was.
1: Sounds too political for me.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was gnarly, right? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I saw that coming. That's the only reason I didn't get scared by it. Oh, God. I, last night was gnarly, gnarly. Oh, like i don't think I've, i don't think i've ever storms. seen I don't, I don't think i've ever seen lightning so continuous yeah. in our skies before yeah
1: it was gnarly my i had to go chasing stuff down the street off of our porch it was flying off of it did you really uh our backyard flooded out luckily it drained by morning but like our backyard flooded out um we have a, a street light right in front of our house mm-hmm. you could see the rain coming down and then before it hit the ground. I don't know if there was, like, a jet stream on the fucking street, but before it hit the ground, it was literally doing a 90-degree turn. Yeah. You could see it. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. nuts. It was wild. it was 70-mile-an-hour winds, something like that. Yeah, uh, 70-mile-an-hour not, not necessarily yeah. with us, but down in Dearborn, mm-hmm.
0: like, Monroe area. There was some, but, yeah. There was and tornadoes. We ended up, uh, we lost power at, like, 1040, 10.49 last night. I actually know that because when our oven popped back on, it said 10.49. So we gotcha. lost power, and then we got it back at, what time did I text you today? It was, like,
1: Six maybe six six something thirty like that, something
0: yeah. like that. We finally got juiced back up. So, and it turns out one of the things that busted was actually in our backyard. It was like one of the I oh, don't so know what they're called, fault. but like the uh, the cones that sit on top of the, you know what I'm saying, like the ceramic cone that yeah. sits on top yeah. of the the line, the squirrel traps. Yeah, the squirrel traps <laughs> that got busted right off and was just like dangling there. Oh, so fun. I'm glad that I didn't go out in my backyard today. Yeah, no, probably for the best. Might have been. I don't know. It might have been electrocuted. I have Ooh, no idea. That's fun. So anyway, got power back. We're here. We're rocking for yeah. seven years, baby. Yeah. Seven years of this show and not a single listener.
1: And I didn't have to talk about my nudie shoot. All and right, I, moving oh, on. Wait, moving
0: on. No. Oh no, we're not moving on. <laughs> Please tell me about your brodoir shoot. Please. How did it go? Honestly, uh, I've been waiting it, to ask you. I wanted to ask you on the show, and that's why I haven't asked you for the past few days.
1: It went. It actually went perfectly fine. It wasn't. It wasn't near as awkward as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, my I accidentally I didn't so I, so I bought the new the new underoos, right? Yeah. Right. And uh, I I whatever threw them in the wash, whatever. Didn't actually put them on until that morning, and then I realized I bought the long legged ones. How long? Like they go down your thigh. Like they're like the long. Oh the yeah, long thigh ones. Sure,
0: yeah. Oh, like, like, like almost like couple inches above the knee. Yeah, basically. I'm like, oh, this isn't sexy. <laughs> you just fold them under. Exactly <laughs> Is what, that what I you did. That's <laughs> Exactly what I
1: did. <laughs> um, but we did that though. Honestly, the, was, the the pictures turned out really good. I, I I I'm not even like trying to toot my own horn, but we looked fucking good, dude.
0: Was there? <laughs> was there like? Did they? I don't know how these shoots go. Uh, basically, they tell you to look a, longingly into her oh, eyes? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the whole God, deal. The whole deal. It's fucking cringe. I, can, I love it. I can it. show you one of those. Can you um, really?
1: Yes. Uh, oh, my God. It, it Basically, it's a big empty room, and there was like, a really good light coming in the window from the sun that day, yeah. so we got lucky with that. And there's like a, they have a couch. They move around. There's a bed. There's whatever. You just do stuff. <laughs>
0: you did, know? You, did you take your custom hot dog eating mask with you <laughs> or not?
1: Should have. Should have. Um so there's no uh yeah.
0: there's no uh <laughs> there's no sausage. There's no, sausage. No, there's sausage. no sausage. There's no
1: sausage. There was I, I there was no chance in hell that I was gonna get breaked up because there's just, it was it was a <laughs> how many people were there? It was, watching the main, you. it was the main shooter and then her uh second shooter. So there's only four of us in the room. Right. Um Well and then there's you, the there third was one the, time, though, the third shooter, there was, if you will. There was one time though where we're like laying on the couch or whatever, and she's like in, like I'm She's, like leaning back on me, like in between my legs that are like kind of propped up or whatever. And she's like adjusting her ass like oh, right no. into me. I'm just like
0: Stop. Stop oh, now.
1: I oh I just felt like a whoa.
0: whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: I'm like, <laughs> oh God, no. Oh god no.
0: That little that little <laughs> that little thing where it goes all the way from your taint to the tip and you're like, oh god, no. <laughs> yep. Well that's um, good though no, in they, a way they, because it's like a it's like a it's like a mid shoot fluff. <laughs> like a yeah, mid-shoe fluff it kind of yeah, it, kinda, it gets it doesn't yeah. get it doesn't get you like going but yeah. it's the focus though it was, a little more impressive the
1: focus was mainly on her as, well, it, sh- course, as, it, as it, should it should have be. been <laughs> so there wasn't there wasn't too much room for me to flaunt my fluff if you know what i'm saying but um did no you, it was it was fine though did
0: you get any sexy shots with the third nipple
1: oh uh, i'm sure they're there
0: okay But But no like nothing yeah no no no. direct attention paid to it though there
1: was no like 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 purposeful like purpose like silhouette like silhouette showing the little (laughs) tiny nip you know with
0: her just (laughs) gently pinching it or anything no teeth oh god none of that (laughs)
1: no none of that see I feel like you guys neglected to tell the
0: photographers about it
1: it was a classy classy shoot Mm. outside of you know the nakedness
0: (laughs) aside from the aside from the uh, the rim job at the end no
1: who got a rim job
0: you. I did. Do you not get rimmed? I didn't. Was <laughs> I supposed to? Yeah, Fuck! I missed out. <laughs> that's how these things are supposed to go.
1: By which one? <laughs> huh? By which one?
0: The second shooter.
1: That's the tip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's nice, man. I'm glad um, to hear that your sexy shoot went well.
1: Yeah, it, it was. You know what? It was fun. It wasn't nearly as awkward as I thought it was going to be. Sure. She's never done it either. So even yeah. though she's shot, you know, she's been in the room for this a million times. She's never done it either. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> i'm surprised so how...
0: so when she's there doing the the makeup for a boudoir shoot yeah. does she have to do like uh, yeah it like do you have to contour the whole body basically do you have to like
1: no it's just face oh no because it's all because all harsh lights for oh the most part. well yeah well that's so, why you'd
0: want to contour the body
1: you, you do the really harsh to, lights though. and it's... trust me you don't need to <laughs> right on I'll show you how the light reflected off my body there's cool. no contouring. On Listen,
0: that. I already know how the light <laughs> reflects off your body. I see it all the time. But uh,
1: no, it was uh, it was it was it was quite dare I say enjoyable.
0: <laughs> enjoyable, even yeah,
1: it was okay, kind of all right. It was cool. fun. Cool. I, I recommend everyone do it.
0: I will not, okay. but I will. I'll keep it in my back pocket. You should do it just in case. You should do it with your dad. I still be think nice that's bonding experience. I still think the brodwar shoot is a good idea. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, getting getting you, me, dad, 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 dwar, dad, Just like getting getting the dudes in there and just like really going for it. You know, we should. We could make it sexy. We could do a the whole... full monty. Was a like that was a hit because of you know for a reason because sure. they had dad bods. We all have dad bods. Let's get it cracking. I'm I'm in. Let's get it cracking.
1: We should bring the crackers and just
0: get <laughs> wasted. Just get rip roaring, baby. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, things that'll make the entire population of the U.S. sad. Yeah. Let's get into some corrections from last week.
1: No You're so stupid stupid! Do, uh, do you have any corrections from last week, James? Uh, Actually, I don't think that I do. I know that when I was listening to it, there were some things I wanted to jot down, but I didn't. So at this point, uh, if we said it, it's true. And that's all there is to it. I'm just going to chalk this there up. There was one thing, though. Oh, OK. I was just going to say, I did say that it was episode 280, or, I'm sorry, 228 last week. Yeah. It's three, right?
0: Three. Wait, you said that in the twenty-nine. In- you said that in the intro. <laughs> I did.
1: Yeah, yeah. I said three. I think I said three twenty-eight. It's three twenty. Oh, you said th- okay. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say
0: you said two twenty-eight. Did, how could you get that so wrong?
1: Because I didn't update my notes and I was oh. reading uh, the week before. Is, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's though There were some other stuff, but you know what? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Just, that's just the way it works. All
0: right. Anything else uh, that we got wrong, we'll just chalk up to Tank not bringing it to the table. Yeah. Fucking Tank. right. Like, yeah. he should have listened to the episode that he yeah. was featured on and yeah. then told us if there was any corrections.
1: He just should have not been wrong.
0: Right. That, yeah. would, have, that, that would have been <laughs> right? ideal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, that's it for corrections, then. No corrections, really. That's it. Um, This week, Michael, we're celebrating seven years. Seven years of podcasting. That's weird. Which, you know, even if we, you know, we make fun of ourselves a lot because we have no listeners and because we're <laughs> douchebags but aside from a aside from a couple other podcasts who st- started around the same time as us i won't name any names yeah yeah <laughs> beyond the void um <laughs> i i don't know a lot of other people who aren't professional podcasters who have kept going for that's 7 because years because they have lives well <laughs> that's true we have yeah. lives come on you're getting married yeah, you're doing boudoir shoots. Oh, no. like well, you have a lot going on, dude. You know what? You're right. Yeah,
1: when you're right, you're right.
0: I, I, I mean, do you, do, you, do you deny it though? Like I like, there's a lot of other people who start podcasts and end podcasts yeah. in the same time frame that we've continued to do our podcast. So I feel pretty good about it. I do too. Uh, you know con- considering preemptive
1: yeah. uh, cheers yeah. to seven years. Yeah, pre- oh, cheers to seven. Cheers years. to
0: seven years. Um. Mm. Uh -uh. And that's good because I need to finish that beer anyway. And, uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. I do feel pretty good because... um... Oh, shit, I had something else I was going to say, but I can't remember. So let's just move on to the beer for this week. (laughs) All right, so from Eastern... Oh, you went real local for this one. Oh, yeah. From Eastern Market Brewery Company. Yes. And if you don't know, Eastern Market is a marketplace in... Detroit, East Detroit, East Detroit, makes
1: sense. Makes sense.
0: None of that South Detroit that Journey was talking about, which doesn't actually exist. It doesn't.
1: Fun fact: uh, um, We are drinking three plus one plus three IPA. Three, <laughs> and, that, and that's and that's exactly how it's written. Yeah, that is
0: <laughs> that is absolutely right. This is three one three IPA, uh, or as Michael said, three plus one plus three IPA. Which, if you're up on your maths. Yep. Three plus one plus three. Nine. Equals nine. And that's only two years away from... Preemptive. How many, how, how many years we've been doing this Preemptive, <laughs> baby. <laughs> uh, this is a New England style IPA from Eastern Market Brewing Company. All Michigan hops. It's a... Uh, I believe I've six, had this before. 6.25% or, Oh, you s- have had this yeah, before?
1: Yeah, I want to say that I've had this at actual Eastern Market. So. Oh aren't
0: you fancy? Oh. I've never actually been to Eastern Market. Really? Never. Oh dude, you should go. Um here, vamp for a second because I wanna I wanna um uh, see if there's anything. Are we pausing? No. I oh. said vamp for a second. Oh, I wanna oh, see oh. if there's any I wanna see if there's a write up about this. I don't know what
1: vamp means. Vamp means like just vampire. <laughs> like the segment in that movie. Blah blah
0: blah, <laughs> blah. No, I just wanted to see if there was like a, a write up for this. Vamp means like to, you know, just just impromptu talk about some shit one yeah of podcast there you go keep going
1: two yeah of pod that was this uh, fucking voice i'm doing
0: (laughs) one okay (laughs) yeah i can't find anything really but uh it's 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 a new england style ipa it's self-explanatory yep are you gonna pour this into a glass i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna can it for the
0: time being oh you're gonna can i got i got beer in the glass all right hold on let me let me pour this out this is a careful with the head there Oh, I'm always Care- careful Careful with the head. Bro, you know that I look at that. Ooh, that's good head. Do you see that? That's 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 good head. After <laughs> listen, after seven years of doing this show, if I've learned how to do anything, it's it's good head. It's the right the right <laughs> just the right amount of head.
1: What's my problem then? I'm still fucking it up. Every I don't week. know. It's too, just, m-
0: too much teeth it's or something. Too much, <laughs> I have no idea. Too much frothiness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers, bud. Cheers. Give it a try. <clears throat> oh that's quite tasty
1: it's very mm. good it's that's brighter good. there's a brighter taste to it a brighter like taste. it's all it's all, the, it's all the it's all the usual suspects
0: they're just you know a little fresher a little a little more bright it's just how we do it in detroit that's it everything's a little more bright a little more fresh a little more fresh that's it that's it baby so All fresh right, and so bright, bright. That is Mark. That is Mark. Does it? <laughs> so fresh is so bright,
1: bright. All right, uh, that's I'm what white. we're
0: drinking. That's what we're talking about. It is time once again, James. Yes. What time is it? It's time to get into the trailer trashed. <laughs> the trailer trashed. The trailer what trashed. What the fuck? All right,
1: James. Uh, I got a foursome for you this week. Oh, baby! I know. I've curated it for you. Really? Yes. We're going from fun and lighthearted. Okay. A little sci-fi. All
0: right. To
1: then, getting a little more creepy. Okay. Till then, getting like a, a lot more like fucking violent. Mm-hmm. And then there's like murder your family, violent. Oh. And then we're gonna end it with a nice little, you know, little how do you do. Okay. That that's how we're going. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> the um the first trailer is uh it's in the new Zack Snyder movie. Okay. It's called Rebel Moon. And uh basically people are talking about like it's it's basically his version of Star Wars. It's if, if Zack Snyder made Star Wars, this is what you get. Interesting. Um there is uh, already a part two that's in the process of being made before this movie comes oh, out. Well, so um, that's bold, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, this comes out December twenty second of this year. It is starring Ed Screen, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, I always say his name wrong. Uh, Did- Didman Hanzu. I can never say his name. Never you,
0: say. His how name. do you spell it?
1: D J I M O N.
0: D-J-I-M-O-N
1: H-O-U-N H-O-U-N S-O-U S-O-U I can never say his name
0: Jimon Hansu I think it's just Jimon Jimon Hansu yeah. okay
1: uh Ray Fisher oh the Stuart guy from Martin Blood Lynch. Diamond yeah okay uh, yeah. Jenna Malone uh Carrie Elwis is in it tons of people oh hell so anyway though uh this is the trailer for <clears throat> Rebel Moon all right you know the story of the Princess Issa? Mama. Oh. Okay, that looks good, dude. Yep, into that. Um, uh,
0: I I no longer feel that it's bold to say that part two is coming up in April of 2024 because <laughs> I already want to see part two. They probably I'm, filmed at the same time. Oh, sure, is my yeah. guess, But yeah, I'm watching that and I'm like, there's so much happening in this trailer that this movie's got to be four hours long.
1: Yeah, I I think I I think that they got it wrong though. This is not Zack Snyder's Star Wars. This is Zack Snyder's Dune. Oh, that that's what it looks like yeah. to me. Yeah. Um there's a lot like it just it just screams Dune to me. Yeah. Uh even though it's called Rebel Moon, which is literally a quote from Star Wars. Is it? Yeah. That's no moon. Oh. Well it's that's well not... no no they're they <laughs> he also doesn't talk like these.
0: <laughs> and also doesn't say Rebel Moon. No, Rebel Rebel Moon is in
1: Star Wars though. My my point is though, is I like, uh I think that looks great That looks great. really good. It looks
0: epic. Uh yeah. Which is the point. Yeah. Looks amazing. I like the, Zack Snyder. A lot do, of people, a lot of too. people don't, don't. Yeah, I don't really get the the hate for Zack Snyder. Um, which there's not a lot of it, but it's there's the small pockets of it that are very loud.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably fair. I um, think
0: that's kind of that's what how it is with everything, though. You know, sure. Like whenever whenever somebody says like, "Oh, I've heard so much hate about this online." Well, it's because you're listening to twelve people. And it's like
1: M Night Shyamalan. All the hate that he used to get. Right. It probably wasn't the majority of people. No,
0: no, not at all. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that looks that looks dope.
1: That looks dope. Yep. Uh, the characters look amazing. the sh- The movie just looks fucking ju-
0: epic. Epic, like you like said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks huge. Yeah,
1: like like globe spanning. Yeah, is that a good descriptor?
0: Yes, sure. Or even okay. universe spanning. All right,
1: to get to get a little more into the creep factor here, right. we're moving into. Uh, a French movie.
0: Give me the creeps, baby.
1: It's a French movie called Dark Faces and it's being described that uh, it's like My Bloody Valentine if it was a creature feature. Oh, okay. Right? right? Sure. That bodes well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, literally, you want want a synopsis before we watch it or you just want to go right into it? Let's just go right into it. All right, fair
0: enough. Unless uh, I'm not going to be able to pick up on what it's about.
1: I have no idea. It's probably in French.
0: Have you watched this or not? Nope. Okay. I've watched
1: none of these. All right, let's do it. Uh, this is Dark Faces.
2: Chaque jour que Dieu fait, je descends en enfer.
0: It's too big. That thing's too big. You can't. <laughs> what are you supposed
1: to do with it? Uh, uh, that, that looks sweet, that man. That looks great, too. I don't yeah. speak
0: French, but there's not a lot. Going, there wasn't any dialogue, There was, really. there was a guy so you, singing at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And there was like a couple of French uh, title cards or something like that. But uh,
1: Other than that, though.
0: That looks good, That dude. looks really good. It, it looks, looks like, like, a, I, like I get where they're saying the My Bloody Valentine because it's minors. The minors, or whatever. They're underground. To me, it's more like a, a descent.
1: Yeah, there's definitely more a of descent a descent vibes. Feel. There's like, but there's weird like Indiana Jones vibes to it too. Yeah,
0: it looks like it could be like a like a an epic adventure kind of thing as well too. I don't think
1: it's going to be, but it looks like it could be. Yeah, yeah uh, they pulled from uh, from that kind of uh, that vibe.
0: Essentially, it's just it looks like a bunch of French miners who accidentally blow up the wrong tunnel and wake something wake something up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you blew up the wrong tunnel. Oh, you have stepped in it this time. <laughs> <laughs> it is too big. <laughs> Would you like one more cigarette and a baguette and a croissant before you die?
1: <laughs> if the, if the monster comes out and speaks like that, I'm I'm so in. Um, okay, uh, let's see here.
0: Looks no, good though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the next the next one we have here is I thought that I had. I could have sworn I had something else here. Maybe
0: not. Oh, if you don't have four, okay. I'm no, disappointed. No, oh, I do, I do, because you told me um, you had a four banger.
1: This is a trailer called "Beaten to Death."
0: <laughs> Sounds pretty self-explanatory.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> comes out September first. Uh, it's directed by a guy named Sam Curtin. Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, Sam what... Curtin?
0: Yeah. Notorious. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, guys. It's, Co-written by a guy named Thomas Roach. Uh, Oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. Starring a guy named Thomas Roach, which I read as Papa Roach for some reason. (laughs) Um, But yeah, here we go. Uh, This is beaten to death. Dude, I know. Th- I know that we are we're we're very much into like comparing things, to, like other things. You just it's, hit it's, me just, with it because I want to see the, if it's the same thing. It's just thing the I was way that, that our descriptors are. Yeah, it's a cross between Wolf, Wolf Creek and yeah. Revenge. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, uh, I was. I, I had Wolf Creek is instantly. Yeah, and it's probably
1: because of the Australian accent. In all fairness,
0: no, not even that. It's just like it's it's the. I mean, that helps. Well, there's
1: a guy that he like, the dude that gets beaten to death quite literally in the beginning of the trailer. Find someone for help, and it seems like that guy then turns on him.
0: Well, it, the way so, if you picked up on it, so that the guy in the beginning was being strangled by some huge dude, yeah, and then he kills him with a bottle, yeah, and then he runs for help, and yeah. then he finds this other he finds dude, this white, it's and, suave he takes, and he takes off looking
1: white hair, yeah, that guy
0: looked awesome, right? And then he takes him back to show him what happened. Turns out that the, the guy that he just killed with a bottle was his brother,
1: yeah. Oh, I so thought that 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 makes sense. I thought somebody else was. So a brother, now, white-haired
0: yeah. guy is turning on the yes. other, the other dude. Oh. But it's going to end up being, yeah, just because that guy obviously gets brutalized throughout the entire oh, yeah. movie. Like he gets his eye stabbed out, and he's just fighting for his life. So it's going to be Ooh, like,
1: I hope he has some uh, some blue eggs, the way that uh, Stephen Dorff did in that one movie, where he gets all sliced up, but he can still fight, even though his stomach is ripped open. Oh, what was that? What <laughs> was, was that? We just watched it recently. Um
0: It wasn't recently. Yeah, it we was, it was. Oh, 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 uh 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 the price you pay the yeah, price the we price, pay. The price you pay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> it's all you need.
0: That's <laughs> all you need to just kick kick start the revenge is a little blue e sig. That's it. <laughs> uh that looks that good was, though, dude. That looks yeah, really, I'm really into good. Yeah, We're 3 for 3. 3 on for 3 trailers. All right. Uh let's so, ruin it right now.
1: So our last I told you we're coming down for the last one. Okay. Uh, and this is a movie starring Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Starring
0: off to a good start. Chevy Chase. Chevy. Chevy. Chevy.
1: Chevy Chase. Yeah. And it is written by R.L. Stein. What? <laughs> this is called Zombie Zone.
0: <laughs> this is an unlikely trio. This
1: is this is the come-down from what we just watched. Here you go. Zombie Town.
0: Carver has his first new zombie
1: movie coming out in over 30 years. No one knows anything about it, except it'll premiere here, exclusively, in Carverville, Halloween night. Is the projector ready. Your mom's gonna be very upset with you. I love your costume. Witch, right? Oh, it's not a costume. I was sweeping the floor. Okay, fine. One month detention. Mrs. Boneyard, please! Oh um. boy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's probably made for not us.
0: Let's yeah, well, it, be honest. To me, I was I was thinking uh it just looks like it would be a good gateway horror film Absolutely. for to like show to a young That's more than
1: gateway. That's that's like like you're you're dabbling already, you know. Sure. You're you're wading around the the, the that's the shallow end. It's, it's the kiddie end of the pool.
0: It's like it's like so you you go from you go from uh what like the gate to Zombie Town.
1: Mm, I would say Zombie Town to the gate.
0: Okay, well, let's pick something le- hocus pocus. Ah, to hocus Zombie P- Town. Yes. And then once your kid is done with Zombie Town, you can move on to Beaten to Death. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. That sounds about it's right. It's a good like, hey, hey junior, you've 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 kind of dipped your toes in. Now let's watch a guy get his eye carved out with yeah. a with a Bowie knife.
1: Yeah. If he and if he survives that, I think a good double feature would be like maybe that in Salo or Cannibal Holocaust. Sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all perfectly fine.
0: It's all gold, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks all right. It looks it looks, it it looks, looks like fun. It looks like that. Uh,
1: I won't watch it. No, I'm not gonna lie, like, unless uh, unless we decide to do like R.L. Stein movies sure. or something like that. Like
0: which the uh, uh, the is it the Haunted Mask? Is that what it was called?
1: Oh, the the goosebumps
0: book yeah. yeah no well i had the the vhs movie the, when i was
1: it, it, that was just two part that was just two episodes of the tv show it was so good dude. That's all that was though. i
0: had the i had it on vhs when oh, i was yeah. younger it was so good you're a cool guy yeah i was you're, a cool guy you're a real cool guy it was in a big clamshell. it was very cool um yeah it does it yeah it doesn't look like something that piques my interest all that no, much not really. but it looks like it would be fun so it probably be a good double feature with that uh scream howl, that uh um what was that movie that came out last year? Uh, uh, what, no what's the name what of the Halloween about. show? Or the Halloween store?
1: Oh, uh, oh uh, Spirit. Spirit. Yeah.
0: The, the Spirit Halloween movie. Sure. You could probably double feature those. Or, you know, with the Goosebumps movies. Or with the Goosebumps, yeah. The gr- Groosebumps. Groosebumps. Uh, all right, uh, yeah. so
1: that uh, those are your trailers for me. All right, cool. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, those were the trailers that we watched. We are... Sufficiently trashed. Yeah, baby. So now it's time to get into the bleed feed.
1: all right james uh unfortunately uh i gotta start with two deaths and they're two deaths that actually come from a different um entertainment um uh, what would we call it <laughs> a different entertainment genre, uh, genre, if you will. One of
0: them is very appropriate, though. One of them is very appropriate. Yeah. Yes,
1: but both of them actually do have uh, some ties to the horror community. Okay, um, and both of these uh, deaths this week are wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is uh, Terry Funk, uh, who is a godfather of of professional wrestling. He yeah. he did it for forty plus years. The guy was an absolute legend. You know, um, you wouldn't have your Mick Foley's without Terry Funk. Like right. he idled, uh, idolized him and modeled his entire career after after him. Uh, Terry Funk. Uh, if you're into like hardcore wrestling, which I, it's not my cup of tea, I don't really care for it. But if you're into that kind of stuff, he had a match with fucking. Um, Is that like Sabu?
0: Where they, like where they really get bloody and shit like that, like. Um,
1: y- marring each other and isn't that like, like a lot of the bad.
0: like modern day uh modern day hardcore wrestling is all about the like the uh neon light bulbs and it's the light like tube, that. light tubes
1: yeah. panes of glass yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. any like cheese graters to their foreheads oh, uh, on, uh pizza cutters like literally anything like it I, it's not my cup of tea yeah it's uh, not. i find it kind of gross yeah um it's funny. The shit thing. that we watch and that bothers us because it's real life. So real. I don't. I don't. I don't get enjoyment out of people willingly, which is ironic because I feel like I'm the kind of person that would actually do this kind of stuff, <laughs> right. but I don't like watching it. If that right. makes sense. Sure. Like I don't like watching people just. I don't. I, it's just gross. Anyway, yeah. um, he's he had a match with, um, uh, uh what's oh fuck, what's his name, um. It was Terry Funk and Sabu in ECW. Mm-hmm. And it was a barbed wire match where they replace the ropes in the ring with oh, barbed wire. Yeah. And it's one of the most disgusting things you'll ever see in your life. Like it,
0: it is brutal. Was that the one where I have this memory from when I was younger about uh, watching a barbed wire match and watching one guy get thrown against the, the ropes or the barbed wire as it were. And like as he as he bounces off of it, there's just like ribbons of his back meat like hanging over. Oh yeah, over the, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Uh you know. Terry, Terry, Terry Funk's arm got ripped open. or I'm sorry, Sabu in this match. His arm got ripped open. His whole bicep got ripped wide open. Yikes. And a while he's getting beaten upon, he's literally taking tape like off of his like legs. And then wrapping his arm to stop the bleeding. Ugh. It, yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. <laughs> they did, they had to prematurely end the match because they were both so wrapped up in barbed wire they couldn't move. Really? Yeah. Wow. That delf- it, it, Yeah. It and they, they 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 cut them out of the barbed wire. They couldn't just get out. They cut them out of it. Like
0: it's. It's fucked up, but that's, that's not my scene. real. It's not, but (laughs)
1: Terry Funk though, was one, he was an innovator. He was, he brought that and he, and and he was also a good wrestler too. Like Mm -hmm. before that kind of stuff, he was a amazing wrestler. Uh, how does he fit into our stuff though? Uh, he was in fucking roadhouse. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Motherfucker. Uh, it was in roadhouse, which is probably his biggest claim to fame, but he was in a ton of other stuff. He did, um, get out of here. IMDB ad. Get out of here. Um, he did, uh, obviously with, you know, the wrestling stuff, but like TV stuff, he did Swamp Thing. He did Quantum Leap he was in. He was in a movie called Time Stalkers. Uh, he did, uh, uh stunts for Rocky Five and Rambo Three. Like, guy's been around. He's yeah. done some, he's done some shit. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so rest in peace, Terry Funk. He passed away at the age 79, of seventy nine. Seventy right? nine. What was yep.
0: his? Uh, did they give a cause so of he death was for him?
1: he was battling dementia. I know that. Oh boy. So I, I'm assuming that it was something to do with that, but um, but yeah. So rest in peace, Terry Funk.
0: I wonder if it was uh, what do they call that? Uh, CTE. CTE is. Uh, um, it's the it's the same kind of thing that uh the like, football players get. Football players yeah, I don't and, think that, and boxers get. It very if well get, could have been. If you're getting your cage rattled that much yeah. throughout your entire life. Especially like I don't That's know, the same early that, like, onset dementia. It's, it's the same it's,
1: thing that Chris Benoit had where his, his brain looked like Swiss cheese. Well and he had CT, yeah. right? He had really bad. Yeah. Like the fact that that guy was even functioning up until his yeah. his episode was yeah. crazy. Yeah. But um the other uh, the other passing we have this week is super unfortunate. Um, Bray Wyatt, who yeah. is a, uh, a professional wrestler, he passed away this week at the age of 36 years old. Crazy. Um, if you don't know who Bray Wyatt is, uh, if you've ever watched a wrestling match, uh, which that would be really the only way you'd know about him, but uh, he he was the embodiment of horror in professional wrestling. Yeah. Outside of the Undertaker, you have Bray Wyatt.
0: I uh I'm um, I've never I mean like I was big into wrestling when I was a kid but I you know was never super into it as an adult but yeah. the few times that I would come over to your place and watch he was always the like cuz he he was featured in a oh, lot was, of He was the, a huge star, yeah. And he always like his persona or like his entrance where the the stage would go dark yep and then it, it, uh there was one that I remember watching with you and We'd had a few pops, and we're sitting there watching, and the the screen goes dark, and I'm like, oh shit! And then there was like some weird uh, video leading up to it with like rabbits and stuff, like weird rabbits. Yeah, and shit. he was he was, and then all of a sudden the stage lights come back on, and he's in a full like upside down bridge, like yeah. like Reagan from Exorcist. But he I was says, like, "That's fucking." Was he, gnarly, a ma- dude. was he wearing the mask? He was at that wearing point? the mask. Yeah. yeah. So those masks were all designed by
1: Tom Savini. Right. Right. Uh, obviously horror. Um, he uh, just got done. So he was. He actually got fired from WWE, if you can believe that, really? during cost-cutting measures. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, that's weird. It was ridiculous. Um, but he got rehired though, and he came back for a little bit. But he's been gone for a long time. Uh, during his absence, though, he actually filmed a horror movie. Uh, with his longtime collaborator from uh, WWE and whatnot. Uh, that was put on hold, from my understanding, after he rejoined um, WWE. Hopefully, now, if one good thing can come from his, his death, perhaps that movie will get finished mm-hmm. and uh, they'll actually release it, which would be amazing. Um, but yeah, his whole persona was was horror. His, he was, as, uh, as Bloody Disgusting put it, he was one of us. Yeah. like absolutely. Yeah. So that's 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 why this is important to this like he's part of the pantheon of 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 horror cross genre into other sports other avenues and whatever.
0: Uh so rest in peace Bray White. Um Not to mention uh I said this to you I didn't know this until reading of his passing this past week but uh or yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Um his real name was Wyndham Rotunda. Yep, Wyndham Rotunda. What an awesome name. He
1: was the son, if you watched about wrestling back in like the 80s, there was a guy named IRS who always carried around a briefcase and red <laughs> suspenders and a white shirt. He's like, you
0: pay your taxes or or the
1: tax man's coming to get you. Uh, that was Bray Wyatt's father. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, and his brother, Bo, uh, Bo Dallas, also wrestled and all this. Right. On. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. He, uh, from my understanding, he contracted COVID earlier this year, mm-hmm. which exasperated a heart, heart problem, condition. Heart condition that man? he had, yeah. hmm. and apparently he was on the mend and doing good. He was actually slated to return, and then he had a heart attack. Yeah, and that's then that's what ultimately took him out. Yeah, so, it's awful. So rest in peace. Uh, he's got like four young kids too. Like, oh, it's, geez, yeah, really? it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it sucks. So rest in peace to uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on into uh, some more fun news, I guess. <laughs> uh, 13 Ghosts. We like that movie. Hell yeah. Uh, apparently we're getting a series out of it. 13 Ghosts, the series, is coming. Okay. Uh, it's going to, um, I don't know, apparently it's going to like it's dive into probably the the history of all the ghosts in the house, which, why not? <clears throat> that sounds like it could be something fun. Yeah. I don't see why not.
0: Um, it's, it's a cool idea. I think that like 13 Ghosts has always had one of my, cause let's, let's be fair here. 13 Ghosts as much as like, we like the movie. Well, it's not, that it's not great. a great movie, no, right? No. But it's interesting and it's got interesting characters and there is a, there's room to develop those characters. But 13 Ghosts has one of the coolest DVD uh, features. <laughs> That I've ever like one of my favorites from from out of all DVD. Is, it, features is that the I've one where seen, they
1: describe all the different ghosts? and stuff? They go
0: through and they had what the hell is his name? The guy who played uh, Cyrus, I can't remember his name right now, but the guy who played Cyrus, he uh, narrates this and he like tells you the story of each of the thirteen ghosts and there's like really cool illustrations to go along with each of them, and I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. Sure. Like getting to know the backstory of each of the ghosts well, it I makes the was movie really better. Cool. Yeah, you absolutely. You Enjoy
1: the movie better because you know the characters. Yeah,
0: yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So, if they dive into yeah, if they dive into like the the backstories of the thirteen ghosts a little more, I think that's really cool. I don't know, like how long you could keep that going, but well,
1: here's the thing. Um, it says that they do envision an entire universe for the Thirteen Ghosts franchise that lives on eternally after the first season goes on, to explore different planes of the mortal and post mortal realities. It's actually going to be something pretty profound that could be an, emor- an, an enormous testament to the worlds we lay the groundwork for in the first season. So, right they're going all out for it. They're gonna they're gonna expand this whole entire idea. I think out to the 9s. Does it
0: say so, who they're making this for? Like what uh what platform does they're not, making not it for? doesn't. Not at Nothing like that so yet. It'd probably be good like a good shutter kind of thing. I think they want to go bigger maybe than Maybe Netflix? Yeah, I think yeah. they want to go bigger than shutter. Right on, right on. Um
1: but yeah, it's this is also in the very very very
0: early. Yeah, so early. So early who knows if it'll ever actually get yeah. off the ground.
1: I I think it could work though. For all the for all the franchises that you could bring back from the dead, no pun <laughs> intended, like I think I think that 13 Ghosts could work. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, for you music nerds out there, um, if you like John Carpenter, John Carpenter has a new record out. Yeah. Just putting this out here because I like him. uh, Anthology 2, which uh, is the follow-up to their last record called Anthology, which is where John Carpenter and company re-recorded and tweaked a little bit all of his famous theme songs yeah. from all the movies. Anthology 2 now is is basically taking the deep cuts that they love off of those soundtracks and mm-hmm. then re-recording those. Cool. So it's like not the themes, but it's like their favorite, you know, chase scene music from The Fog or or whatever, you know, the music that doesn't get a lot of love.
0: <laughs> this is what I'm getting from it. <laughs> just knowing John Carpenter <laughs> and how he is these songs have already been written, which means he doesn't have to do a lot. He just hands it over to Cody and his and his and, and he's like, "Hey guys, make this cooler."
1: Maybe, maybe. I think I think he loves it though. Really, I'm sure he does. I'm um, just
0: I'm busting balls, but like, uh, but, but it's cool. Yeah.
1: There are some other themes though that were not on the original anthology, like the theme for Halloween Three, which mm. was not a John Carpenter directed movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Chariots of the Pumpkins is on this record. Cool. Um, let here uh yeah I'll just I'll just go through the uh, track listing here for you. Uh Cherry to the Pumpkins from Halloween 3, 69th Street Bridge from Escape from New York, uh The Alley from Big Trouble in Little China, Wake Up from They Live, uh Julie's Dead from Assault on Precinct 13, The Shape Enters Lori's Room. It's a very specific one. Yeah, from Halloween 2. Cool. Um Season of the Witch from Halloween 3. Uh, love at a Distance from Prince of Darkness, The Shape stalks again, Halloween 2, Burn It from the Thing, Fuchs from the Thing, uh, To Max Shack from the Thing, Walk to the Lighthouse to the Fog, and then Laurie's theme from the original Halloween. Cool. So that's what you're gonna get on this. Um, pretty dope. Uh, if you didn't get the original anthology, you can actually get a dual uh a box set for it's only like 55 bucks oh that's nice and it comes deal. in a big set it comes in a big box you get both vinyls there's like a book that comes with it was anthology the one that you bought when we went to see him yes yeah. I, I i almost thought about selling that one to get the box set oh really but that variant that tour variant that you can only get on tour is maybe one of the most beautiful colored vinyls that i own what Especially when you put it up to a light. Isn't it white? I thought no, it was it's white. No, it's purple. and, it's, like purple and it, it, it's just gorgeous. It looks like a fucking galaxy. And I don't it,
0: know. you had it signed. It was signed, too, wasn't it? Um,
1: I have lost themes to John Carpenter's oh, okay. other one that's signed by him. Right on, yeah. right on. Yeah. Cool. Good yeah, good that's good exciting. Good leather thing stuff. You
0: know, yeah, well, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. pretty cool. Pretty cool it goes.
1: Um, okay, a uh, little bit of news here too. Uh some things that got pushed back. Uh Dune part two. Did you mute that? I did. Okay. Uh Dune part I'm not getting scared by it this time. <laughs> uh Dune part two was supposed to come out late twenty twenty three. It has now been bumped to early twenty twenty four. Oh no. So um if you uh but you can on the bright side you have Rebel Moon coming out so you can get your Dune fix. There you go, baby. And then, uh, last but not least, um, John Carpenter, speaking of John Carpenter, uh, they live and Christine are coming back to theaters thanks to Fathom Events this oh. October. So, if uh, you're a big Carpenter fan and you didn't get to see these things in theaters when they first uh, came around, now's your time.
0: Now's your now's your chance to go to the theater, yep. get your popcorn and your drink, yep. sit down, Yep. Just to have some asshole Could come in and in
1: that box. Oh, <laughs> just, wait,
0: just to have some asshole come in and tell you that they're not actually going to be showing the movie. Oh. You remember that? I
1: do. That was Fathom,
0: wasn't it? Too? That was when we yeah. went to see the thing. Well, hopefully you'll have better luck mm. this time. Mm-hmm. We swore we wouldn't go to another Fathom events. <laughs> well, feature after that, but we'll see. Hopefully they, hopefully they maybe learn. they can redeem. Maybe themselves. they learned.
1: Yeah. um but this is uh, They Live is going to be uh, in theaters September 3rd and 6th, followed by Christine on September 10th and 13th. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's uh, that's your news.
0: All right. Cool, man. Well, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to eat some peppercini kettle cooked chips. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about some seven stuff. Sevens. Patient seven and the seventh sign. Seven days. I don't know if I actually... I don't, I don't know if I actually said the names of the movies earlier.
1: Oh, I don't think you did. Well, oh, no. there, there
0: you go. Patient Seven and the Seventh Sign. Jesus. We'll be back. Throughout this, we'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic macabre, torturous images that defy description.
1: They say that good things come in sevens.
0: They sure do. <laughs> is that what they say? No. No.
1: Mm. No. So good patient.
0: Things. So patient. Seven is bound to be a banger. I think so. Well, pretty, I'm, pretty,
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure what that that's what that means. Um. So we uh. So we picked a couple of seven movies for this week. To, uh, I promise
0: to celebrate seven years.
1: I promise. Next, we will go back to the movies you've actually ever heard of. You
0: know, well, I mean, the seventh seventh sign is a movie. Plenty of people have heard of. That's true. Um, that, I mean, that's true. This movie, however, Patient was,
1: Seven, though, is is a is a momentous achievement in cinematic filmmaking. Sure.
0: Yes. 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 But but did you say Patient Seven was? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um So. I, I sent I sent a couple movies along to Mike. I said, "How about these for this week?" And he says, uh, "I've never heard of this one. Is it? Does it look good?" And I said, "Yeah, it looks pretty fun. Uh, it's got Michael Ironside, Amy Smart, Doug Jones. Like, how bad can it be?" Well, turns that, out that's where it ends. Turns out it can still be pretty
1: bad. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, this movie is uh, not good. It is dog it, it, shit. It is not great. It is. Um, <laughs> now it, it does make a certain amount of sense, though. Patient Seven from uh, 2016. Um, you'll you'll obviously understand while we're talking about this that we do not recommend that you go out of your way to watch this movie. No. Uh, you'll waste almost two hours of your time.
0: Oh, it's way too long. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it was two hours long when I when I recommended it. Yep. and I was really pissed off when I realized that it was because. Yep. Uh, if you can't tell, this movie is not worth watching.
1: No, it's balls water. Um, (laughs) It's directed by a guy named Danny Draven, and um, I can't completely blame him because his training up to this point has not exactly been (laughs) the highest quality. He comes from a background of working on almost exclusively full moon movies. Oh, and um, probably, was one I probably thing, should have
0: looked into that first.
1: If there's one thing that we know about full moon movies, is they take the easy way out on everything to make a quick buck. Um, now granted, that can lead to either really, really charming B movies, which yeah. Full Moon has quite a few of. Right, don't get me wrong. Yeah. but a lot of their newer fare, it's it's just. I was gonna say balls water, but it's but it's like bong water because most of their movies revolve around killer bongs these days. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Uh, and he's and he has produced and/or directed quite a few of those. So that's just kind of where we are. Uh, patient Seven though is not a uh, full moon from I kind of feel like this was like his foray out of full moon, kind of because it's one of the newer
0: things he's done. Well done, Danny. You know what? Way to get away from the, in, in the from in, your roots. <laughs>
1: In terms of him trying to separate himself, I can see this being a stepping stone sure. towards something more. I, I will give it that.
0: Well, he also wasn't the only director of this movie. There was... Well, he was the director
1: of the overall...
0: Like the over... so Everything. This, so this is a... It's an anthology. Yeah. Uh, patient 7. There's six six stories plus a, a wraparound story. Yeah. Um, he directed the wraparound story, which probably is the... Best. It's the bulk, yeah. It's the best part of the eh. Eh. <laughs> Is there is there a best part of this movie?
1: I mean I can I can tell you which I mean I, at least I think I can tell you which uh which short I liked the best. Yeah. Because that's what this movie is. They took a bunch of shorts that already existed. Right. And they just tried their hardest to smash them into a movie mm-hmm. and make you think that they're all cohesive. Right. Spoilers. They're not. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty dismal.
0: Even just the, even the, the idea of the wraparound story where this doctor, uh, Dr. Daniel Marcus played by Michael Ironside. And I mean like, it's you Michael know, Michael Ironside, it's Michael Ironside, yeah. fucking starship, starship troopers, scanners. Yeah. Cronenberg. Yeah. Like at this stage in his career, top he's just... gun, total recall. Like you think like, Hey, it's Michael Ironside, man. Yeah. Uh,
1: how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just morphing into a melty version of Jack Nicholson. That's it. That's it. That's all I was thinking. Like of Jack Nicholson,
0: who had his his they they lit the candle on top and just let him sort of melt yeah. away.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where he's at in this movie. Uh, don't get me wrong. He's 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 still lovable, Michael Ironside. But like, it's just not. It's not to the quality. It's just, but we're it's used just to weird seeing when him
0: you. In. It's just weird when you get into these like lower. Uh, you know. Uh, lower budget, lower production type movies. How even the actors who have a pe- pedigree, they come across as like super cheesy. And what is it? What is it? Is it? The, is it the direction? Is it the the look of the film itself? Like it, he ah. looked like he couldn't. He looked like he. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I could go out there and do a better job, but like I've seen shift. This was. <laughs> I was actually going to bring that up because there's there's one of the one of the patients uh, reminded me of something from Shift, but like I don't know. Even Michael Ironside is just like, oh, bro, like it could be one of two things. You're bad he in could this be movie. He could
1: be phoning it in for a paycheck, sure, which I can't imagine was that big of a paycheck. No. Or he's at the stage in his career where he's doing smaller movies like this to because he because he just likes to act, right? Not everyone's going to be a banger. Not everyone's going to be And that's fine. I'm sure that if Michael Ironside was cast in a Scorsese movie tomorrow, a very different version of Michael Ironside would show up. But that's what, what I'm saying, saying
0: is, it's is it the direction? Like if Scorsese was was uh, directing him, he would get something completely different out of yeah. him. Is it just because he's sort of phoning an in for this performance? or Maybe a little bit. I don't know. It's Maybe just... a little bit. So anyway, basically what you have here is uh, Dr. Daniel Marcus is coming into this uh, insane asylum where he's zeroed in on these six specific patients because he's trying to write this book about how people are... Essentially, essentially, he's saying that like they're faking their diagnosis of being insane so that they can kind of cover up the atrocities that they've committed in their lives. Yeah. And so he brings each of these patients into this room one at a time.
1: And only Michael Ironside can get to the truth.
0: Only Michael Ironside could get to the truth. He's got his books stacked <laughs> on the... yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote those. Very and impressive. And his mini
1: DV camera.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he's gonna get to the bottom of all these because all these, all these people who he's interviewing have, in his eyes, concocted these stories about like the paranormal, or, uh, well, most I guess mostly par- paranormal. Yeah, there's stories of uh, demons visiting in the night. There's stories of. Um, weird dreams that are vampires. coming cam, coming true there's stories of vampires zombies, zombies, zombies. all of these things people he's saying that none of these things are true they're actually just using these as as uh as tools to convince the justice system that they are insane so that they can live this like nice cushy life in an insane asylum yeah and he gets very confrontational with each of these people to try and get them to break to mm-hmm. make sure that they're telling him the truth so uh Why don't we just let's jump into the shorts because so you, you said there's not much to talk about. There's not like there's no, there's really not a whole uh, lot. Like the the first, the first short, what was the first short? It was the first short was um, called
1: The Visitant, it was about the girl that killed her mom, who was played by Amy Smart.
0: Okay, so yeah, right off the right off the jump, like I told Mike, oh, it's got Michael Ironside and Michael Ironside, Amy Smart, and Doug Jones in it. How bad could it be? There's a reason that you don't
1: see Amy Smart in big blockbuster movies anymore, yeah. She's not good.
0: Still a babe. Still a babe. Not a great actress. Sorry, Amy. Doug jo- like <laughs> Doug Jones. What was Doug Jones doing in this movie? Was he in this one? He was the demon. The demon, the demon. The, the demon. visitant. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like the, the girl comes in and she says, my mother was a good mother. Yes, yes. Until she started seeing it. It. And yeah. it turns out to be some weird demon who breathes out. Looked. It looked like gl- really bad CG embers. It looked like glowing, like um, uh, that. That like glowing flower petals. That
1: killed the movie for oh, me. Like, bro, that killed dude. that short. Like it's so bad. Just take that out. You don't uh, need to do it. You can give him. You can give the demon the lighting effect in his in his mouth.
0: The Fine. lighting effect in the mouth was cool. Fine. Stop but breathing like, out these CG embers. It was it every was, scene. Oh god. Oh it was god. god terrible. It, yeah, it was so bad. The, this, and there's this, no explanation behind it. It's just this thing happens to come into the house, and there's no, there's nothing. There's yeah, no explanation.
1: This movie looked relatively good. But it felt very cheap. Yeah, like it just there was nothing behind it. There is no point to it. Right. That's the problem with every single one of these shorts. Is none of them feel inspired? They just feel as though like they, they're made because somebody had a had a good idea, but no reason behind that idea. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like yeah. it's like if we we're and sitting, no way like, to flesh what do you that wanna, idea what do you out. want to make a movie about. Um, what if there was a, a a zombie that walked into a convenience store, and and got. Spaghetti because it looked like brains.
0: I see. I would actually watch that.
1: But <laughs> but the, but the point is like like good storytelling has like bookends to it, and right. you know, There's Underlying themes and there's this like that's good storytelling. And that's the thing is there's none of this There's
0: added. no. There's no wrap up to any of these stories. Like no. all of these stories just were just like something happened. happened and then that was it. And then they cut back to the yep. insane asylum where he's going, you're a piece of shit, aren't you? Yep. No, no, you can't prove it. And it's just. The demon, Fucking, it was nothing.
1: The demon also had really, really, really fake-looking white plastic teeth that mm. took me out of it. Mm-hmm. Like you have a makeup crew, obviously, dirty them up a little bit. That's yeah. all you need to do. Uh-huh. They look like they were taken directly out of the package yeah. and put in the Bottom at, bottom and at scre- screamers and yeah. shoved them in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, like what are you, what are you doing? Um, I, I think that the the demon looked cool, or at least could be cool. Like yeah. he was almost there. Like I said, there was just enough to like take me out of it.
0: It was sort of a Jeepers Creepers thing, like when he's in his full, like yeah. when he's out of the cowboy getup and he's in his full like demon, yeah. like, like demon bat mode. Sort of, like, like sort of Simmons. reminded me, of, yeah, <laughs> sort of reminded me of that. Um, yeah, I and get then that. yeah, so like the that's the first short. Basically, it's just this this daughter uh, ends up killing. She goes crazy because she says that her mom is trying to kill her. When in fact, the mom was seeing this demon in their house. Yeah, stupid. It's they try. Stupid. They try to do like a call a call back to The Shining. Yep. Sort yep. of. I have
1: in my notes here the Jack Torrance pop. Super cheap. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. No, well, bad. and then Amy Smart was just like. But
1: then she reaches she, her arm through that hole in the door. But her arm must have been about fifteen feet long to reach <laughs> the, the area. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, it was bad. Yeah. Um, uh, so the
1: next short is called "The Body." Uh, this was um, this was actually turned into an entire Into the Dark movie on Hulu. No,
0: the idea this particular one. The yeah. idea is pretty cool. Alfie Allen was in this one. He's <laughs> if you don't know him, but Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones. I don't know him. Um, the The idea of this short is cool, but once again, the execution was just garbage in this movie. It was this guy who, uh, so the patient, patient number two, has this like weird aversion to plastic wrap. He's petrified of plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. His performance was so annoying; I couldn't handle it at all. Like it was, God, he was annoying.
1: I have, I have, I have three notes for this. What was that? Uh, I said the guy looks like Harry Styles because he did.
0: We're, oh, the killer! The the, the killer in the movie. Alfie Allen. Yep. Looks he, like Harry Styles. The well in the in the short. There's, there's a lot of Harry Styles uh, fans who would get get really mad at you <laughs> saying that. That's <laughs> fair.
1: He did though. At least the character in the short, though. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Because here's the thing: none of the actors that are in the wraparound story mm-hmm. that are telling their their own story when it goes back to the the flashbacks. None of them are the same None actors. None of them
0: are the same actors. And some
1: of them are egregious, like oh, really bad. <laughs> and this is where like, you look at this, you know, it's like, how is this?
0: This one sort of works because the guy who who's the patient who's afraid of plastic wrap, he's literally playing a body, a dead body wrapped yeah, that in plastic works. wrap throughout that one the works. entire... that one works. So that kind of works, but also to connect it to, like, he's just like in the insane asylum. So he never committed a crime. Why is he in the insane asylum? That's that's a stupid. Doesn't stu- make any sense. Because, like, in in his in his view of how the how this shook out, he was actually murdered. Yeah, or he dreamed that he was murdered. In this dream, I feel everything and I see everything. Because well, he's crazy, James. Well, it's just like it's like. So you cut away from this insane dude talking about how he was murdered, and then he's not featured in the short at all. Yeah. It's just a body wrapped in plastic crap the entire time. Yeah, And then Alfie Allen just, like, kind of phoning it in throughout the entire thing. Like, the idea of him actually, like, getting scooped up by a group of people and taken to a Halloween party and stuff, I think is actually a pretty funny idea. Yeah. So I'd like to watch that Into the Dark episode. But in this context, it was just, it was pretty terrible.
1: Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was quite awful, actually. (laughs) Um... They did have a a call, a call back into the uh Halloween 3 with all the silver shamrock masks. Did you notice that? Oh, they had they the, uh, the uh, it was the skull of the witch this, and the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and then my last note is this one was dumb.
0: It was dumb. Like I just didn't care about it. No.
1: Like I was at this point I think I was already yawning. Uh oh, I had yeah. to I watched this movie in four parts cuz I, I just couldn't I couldn't watch it all in one. I was I wa- bored. I was legitimately bored. By I this watched movie. it in
0: two parts. I started last night, like after my power went out, I just, I sat down. And I was like, I have nothing else to do. So I'm going to sit down and watch this on my phone. And uh, I fell asleep like halfway through the movie. And then I woke up today and I was like, there's still an hour and 20 minutes left. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. And, uh, and it was just as tedious to get through. When I was fully refreshed and yeah. had slept yep. for for the night,
1: uh, short three was about a woman. It's called Undying Love. A woman who murders her fiance's mistress, and then she claims it was a zombie. None of that happened.
0: No, this none one, of that happened. This one confused the shit out yeah. of me. Was she supposed to be the zombie? I don't know. Because like there was apparently you
1: come back from being a zombie then.
0: Because like the idea was that this guy was going out and he was fighting zombies, which by the, uh, it doesn't, I, I'm I, I'm not even going to try to make sense of it because it doesn't make sense. This guy was going out and fighting zombies. Apparently the zombie apocalypse happened and nobody knew about it. And he was, it was going out. We
1: are, I am legend.
0: Yeah. He was going out and fighting zombies. And then he finds this one girl who needs help. And so he's like, oh, I can be your savior. And then he takes her back <laughs> and turns out he just took her back so that he could knock her out and feed her to his, fiancé who was now a zombie. Yeah. And now we're supposed to believe that that woman who was the zombie is now in an insane asylum. <laughs> and also they definitely were not the same actress. No, oh god no. None of them were. Not even close. No. They didn't like even Like they try. didn't even try with this one not because the girl who was the zombie in in this one was like a really she was a young attractive woman. Yeah. <laughs> the girl who was the patient at the she was like not to say that forty eight isn't young, but she was like forty eight years old, as compared to maybe the, I don't know, twenty eight, thirty year yeah. old who was in the in the short. Yeah, it doesn't. Make Were any they supposed sense. to? Was it spo- Oh, time has gone by, and the insane asylum has just made me turn into this mm-hmm. wretch. Like, but it was it, the idea of her saying that. Oh, I was a zombie, and that's it. It just it made no sense. No, none. It made no sense whatsoever.
1: None. Uh, let's see here short four is called the Sleeping Plot. a 12 year old girl buries herself uh, uh, buries a body but the body of her friend after a suicide but gets blamed for the murders. I thought that this one was cute
0: <laughs> Like it was it it kind of comedic kind of kind the of way, so you don't you don't actually know what this girl's doing like she keeps coming and talking and it looks like she's talking to the camera. And she's like, "Oh, I I found a nice one today, but I need thirty seven dollars." So it's it's like her going out, and the music in this movie was the the music in this movie made the entire movie feel like the old we mentioned it earlier, like the old R.L. Stein TV, like the Goosebumps TV yeah. show, yeah. or like uh, like an elongated episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's
1: kind of what it felt like watching it too.
0: Yeah. Which, I so I guess if you were into that kind of stuff, you could really appreciate it. But yeah. like, so she's talking to the camera, talking about how she's trying to make $37 and you don't know what she's trying to go buy. And then you see these cut scenes of, the, of which I thought this was really cheesy too. They never actually show any of the adults' faces. You see everything from her her point of view and the camera's always down yeah, on true. her level. That's true. So you only ever see any of the adult, adults from the waist up. And uh, like there's a scene where they're talking about they're talking to her two parents are talking to another parent about the missing child of the parent. And like, oh, and how is she taking it? Oh, well, her best friend has disappeared. So blah, blah, blah. And it finally cuts to the end. She's got her best friend in her closet, like rotting in her closet. And she's been trying to make thirty seven dollars that she could go buy a shovel.
1: Her her parents are absolutely terrible for not noticing that her daughter is digging a hole in the backyard to bury a body.
0: It looked like the front yard. (laughs) I was like, and and the other egregious thing is she was paying seven. She was trying to make thirty seven dollars so that she could go buy a shovel. A shovel, but like one of the like, what do you call them? The top of the line digging shovel. Well, no, no, not a digging shovel. Like a a digging shovel would be like a spade where it's got that. That yeah. shape, like the pointed, she goes to buy like a the flat shovel. You can't dig a grave with one of those. Yeah, it's a good point. And also, the most egregious thing is that, and you brought this up earlier, how like, why are some of these in different languages? The girl who's playing the patient, patient number four, is obviously American and is obviously doing a really, really terrible British accent. hmm But she's not supposed to be British. She's supposed to be from New Zealand. So when they cut to the actual short, everybody has New Zealand accents. And then they cut back to her in the asylum and she's doing a really shitty British accent. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't like you knew that you were supposed to be playing a person from New Zealand. Like, take a little bit of time before you play this role. To learn how to do a New Zealand accent. It's not that hard. And yet. then and then rate it New Zealand accents kinda hard. Like I, I can't do one. Like I it's kind of hard to nail. But well, it's
1: sure but
0: but like you can do better than that though. But then at the very end she's she, cause she keeps asking where her fucking where's my fucking shovel and then at the very end she goes to get pulled out of the room by the orderlies and she's like Oh, I'm gonna find my fucking shovel. And I'm gonna shove it up your arse. Yeah. she does a fucking like an Irish accent right at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna shove my fucking shovel up your, your arse. Your arse. Oh, yeah, I remember God. hearing that too. There's so many like just it's not fucking, good. Just pick one. Pick it's one and not, stick with it. It's not good. And she looked like Davy Havoc. That girl looked like Davey Havoc. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Not even in drag, because Davy Havoc looks like he's in drag most of the time. Like, she looked no, like Davey Havoc. No, I don't Havoc. disagree with you. I um, don't disagree with you. What was number five, then? Number, number five
1: f- is The Banishing. Uh, a girl murders her family, claiming that uh, a spirit was possessed her. She was the mute girl.
0: And, okay, so the mute girl was played by Grace Van Deen. Chrissy. Chrissy. That you pointed out to Chrissy, me. Chrissy,
1: wake up! Yeah, um, I
0: never would have noticed that. She was played by Chrissy from stranger things season four who's also i didn't know that she's casper van deen's daughter oh really yeah oh no shit and michael ironside was in starship troopers with casper van deen that explains the. so look at that it's like a oh my god dude so it's like a it's like a nice little nice little uh roundabout thing here tornado is that what you're doing a little tornado tornado yeah a little van deen tornado um, uh, yeah, This I, one also made no fucking sense yeah. whatsoever. Another note
1: that I have is this is just dumb. Yeah, It's just not good. It's very, very stupid.
0: It was like, so this little girl apparently had a witch bound to her. And so the witch, the a, the bad lady was making her do bad things like kill the dog and stuff like that. And so her sister figured this out by Googling literally three things. And then she decides to do an unbinding spell. Which, you know, if you've never dabbled in witchcraft is definitely like you should definitely jump into that. Right. Sure. Like yeah. you should definitely do an unbinding spell without knowing what what you're doing. That's and fun, then right? she unbinds the witch from her sister. And then she thinks she kills the witch by smashing the face of a doll. And then later she wakes up to find that her sister is not in bed anymore. And she goes to look for, and then all of a sudden, what was going on with the witch? Like, the witch turns her around. She says, "I tried to stop her." Mm -hmm. And then she goes in, and her sister had killed her mom. Oh, so was the witch actually like the little girl was blaming the things on the witch? Yeah, but the witch was actually like trying to stop her from doing (laughs) bad things.
1: I don't know. It was. It's like. it wasn't clear, first off.
0: That wasn't clear at all. But if that's what it was, then that actually, like, you could expand upon that and actually make that a more interesting story. Absolutely. In a in a like a in a a different film because this film did not leave anybody breathing room to do anything creative at all. This film was perfect. <laughs> Basically, what we're getting at is this is the perfect film. So was that she was number six? Oh she no, was six.
1: no, she was number five. Oh. She was God. number five. Okay,
0: let's get to number six. Number six was he stole the show. Death
1: scenes uh, about a cop who arrested a guy who was, claims he was killing vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a cop, by the way. Um, I was there front and center for this one. Were you? Yeah, I was like, okay, here we go. I like vampires. Let's do this. Okay, terrible. I, I hate. <laughs> I hated
0: the guy. This guy wanted so badly, like he, I told you earlier, this guy thought he played the shit out of this character. And he
1: looked so familiar doing so. I, I cannot place him to save my life, but he looked so familiar.
0: I felt like he was trying to do a, and this is funny because I'll am i probably mention Tombstone later in the show when we talk about The Seventh Sign. I feel like he was trying to do his best <clears throat> rendition of Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Maybe. That's what he was doing. Like yeah. I don't I that's all the whole time I was watching him, I was just like, you're you're trying to do that, but you're failing at it, and you look ridiculous. Um, I think out of everybody though, if you took that guy and put him in a more serious film with better direction and better filming and better budget and better well, everything, he, he like, would
1: probably just be better.
0: He would probably be pretty decent. And I don't even know who he is. I can't find him on the cast list. I have no idea but when it went to when it went to the actual like the the interrogation scene and for some reason we go to London all of a sudden and also he's not in this at all it suddenly becomes a completely different cast of characters yeah
1: yeah it it makes no sense
0: that scene was kind of cool the interrogation it was kind of cool I would say it's, it was the coolest scene out of the entire movie. It was okay. It was like okay. The, I'll give you that. Like the whole thing where you got this weird looking dude who's being interrogated by the cop and uh, he suddenly starts like rearranging the pictures. And it, it, the way he rearranges the pictures, it ends up being a cross yeah. that's facing the cop. So he knows exactly what he's doing. And then the cop looks down at the pictures and realizes it's in the shape of a cross, and he starts to get really like agitated about it. Sure. So now you're thinking like, oh, this guy's a fucking vampire. Turns out he's a vampire, but. <laughs>
1: Turns out they were right.
0: It, that was the only scene where I was where throughout this entire movie where I was like, oh, that's that was kind of cool.
1: Sure, I get that.
0: Um, but still, the rest of the skit uh, skit, I do. I kind of want to call it a skit because I, it sucks I keep calling so much. Them
1: shorts because they they're like. Five ten minutes long, tops.
0: The, r- the rest of that short was just complete balls, yeah.
1: So, no, not good, not and good. And then at all.
0: you get back to the wraparound story, which is the Michael Ironside as Dr. Marcus, Daniel Marcus, whatever. Uh huh. Uh, surprise turns out he's also a patient at the asylum, he is, and he's crazy. And all of this, everything that's happened throughout the entire movie, has just been his own delusions, sure. Oh my gosh, nobody saw that coming, right? No. The movie's called Patient Seven and he <laughs> interviews six patients. I knew from the first frame of the movie yeah. that it was that he was gonna be the seventh patient. It Did was, you?
1: Yeah, because it was it was pretty <laughs> obvious because A, he's the, the he's the biggest star the movie has. And there has to be a point to the wraparound story. Mm-hmm. So of course it's gonna come back to him. Yeah. I didn't know exactly how they were going to do it. I thought it was going to be even cheaper than what it was. I thought it was just going to be him kind of wrapping up his book and being like, all right, this will make a fine chapter, and then, <laughs> then leave. Like Everything else was done so haphazardly that yeah, like, yeah. I didn't expect anything else. And the story we got from him was fucking... Oh God. It wasn't
0: even in English.
1: No. Like, <laughs> he, like... He's an English doctor. He's perfectly English. And then the story <laughs> is him not being English. It doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: It was what what was it oh. even? It was I couldn't tell what language they were speaking, but I got like a Zombish. Like, I, it, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't want I don't want to speak out of term, but it was Icelandic of some kind. It did sound like it, yeah. Um and they never mention anything. His name is Daniel Marcus like is yeah. a, a, they never mentioned anything about him being from a different country but then when they tell his ver- his story that landed him in the insane asylum him and his mother are in Iceland or or in some Scandinavian country somewhere yeah. dealing with zombies
1: what the zom- the whole the zombie, zombie, zombie thing threw me off it was like oh this is what we're doing now yeah. like okay this is uh it was. So,
0: it was so weird. It was just so like cobbled together.
1: Yeah, it, it felt very forced. It was just. It was. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Was
0: this so? Did Did you say that these were all? Shorts that existed before this movie was put together.
1: That was just my hypothesis. Oh. they all look like they were shorts that somebody else had made outside of this movie. And then they were how just long like, ago? I have no idea. And then
0: they were just like, let's see if we can put these together somehow. Yeah, we have the we have it's these definitely what it felt like. We
1: have these five short films. What can we do with them? And then they just hobble together. <laughs> what you're looking at? It was so bad, dude.
0: Yeah, it was not good. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, don't don't go out of your way to watch this movie.
1: No, if you have the if you have the ability to skip it, I would recommend it.
0: Which I think everybody has the ability to uh, skip it. It's not great. Unless it's like really nagging at you Unless and you, you just have really gumption, have to watch it. The gumption to where you just then gotta would, watch it. I would say go for it, but uh, I, All would, right, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So anyway, that's patient seven from twenty sixteen. Next up, the seventh sign from we're going back to nineteen eighty eight. Yep. A young, spry to me more. Oh yeah. Oh baby. Oh literally. Oh yeah. Literally, she is with baby.
1: Um, a renowned psychiatrist has selected six mental patients to. That's nope. That's (laughs) that's not right. Christ, fucking mighty. Okay. Uh, Abby Quinn is eagerly awaiting childbirth, but is haunted by dreams where she suffers a miscarriage. When she decides to rent a room to a mysterious stranger, she realizes that a chain of events that will unleash. The end of humanity. Yikes! It's um, it's a much better movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is a much better movie. That's that's not a much better synopsis though, because it's it's really not. She's not she's not suffering dreams of a miscarriage. She actually had a miscarriage at one point. She did,
1: but she she is no. Well, she is suffering dreams of one too though.
0: She's having dreams of. Doesn't it start with it? it Starts with her having a weird dream about like being
1: miscarriage.
0: Uh, no, it wasn't I mean the beginning of the movie was the dream where uh somebody's being struck by somebody yeah, else. And I'm they, assuming
1: that's that's the Jesus Pontius Pilate yeah, and like they, scene or and they and they this say religious will, you, horror movie. will you die for him? Yeah, yeah this, this is a this is a religious horror movie if you right. have picked that up. It's one of my favorite subgenres of the horror uh, yeah of the horror field, if you will. Yeah. Um yeah, I I not to give it all right away. I liked this movie a lot. I did too. And I wasn't sure you probably thought that I had a 50-50 chance of liking this, didn't you? Why is that? I don't know. I just kind of feel like these kind of movies, I can go either way on sometimes. This, to me, <clears throat> was the perfect combination of a later 80s horror film. Yeah. Which I don't even know I would consider this horror. It is on some, in some ways, definitely not in other ways, but like... It's it's a it's an '80s later '80s horror film, but it felt and had the vibe of a '70s like slow burn horror movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like it was a
1: good combination of like it was like a good um, transitional movie from where we were at to where we were going. Right. If that but then,
0: sense. but then even where we were going to an even further extent, it's got like vibes of like End of Days, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I even had like there were certain parts of it where even though it's it's not the same movie at all even though it kind of deals with the same sort of uh uh sub like uh material but like fallen yeah the denzel washington yeah, movie absolutely that's you know that was got, way more 90s sure and
1: so that that was like the next like progression right, right. like, for this kind of movie but you
0: just get like demons and and like uh you know like the religious aspect like mm-hmm. it's a mystery movie really cuz she yeah. cuz she spends a lot of the movie trying to solve this mystery of what the hell is going on, you know? Yeah. It's um, more of
1: a it's more of a um like a th- it's a thriller for sure, but it's more of like a drama thriller. Yeah. Like a thrama.
0: What? A thriller, a th- driller. A throbbing drama.
1: A throbbing driller killer.
0: <laughs> Cuz we always talk about like we hate the we hate the 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 thriller uh, you know like that t- uh what would you call your, that?
1: Your dogs are getting thrilled up there right yeah, now. Yeah, they are
0: thrilled about something. The thriller designation is just so, yeah. like...
1: I, I use it more often now than I used to. Sure. But I still think that there's better genres for it to fit do. Some, I do agree that some, there's hard. like Like, a mystery, right? Yeah. Is a thriller. Right. A mystery movie is a thriller movie. They go hand in hand. That is acceptable. Sure. But to call a movie that is a horror movie a thriller just because it's a little bit more... Maybe action oriented, yeah, and a bite. It's a fucking horror movie, right? Or, or whatever. I I just feel like a thriller is a a descriptor, not a genre, right? Yeah, I've always always felt that way. I
0: I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, so we have. uh, You've got some really cool scenes in the beginning of this movie where you have this random dude walking around in all of these different uh, villages. Like, there's one that looks like it's in the Amazon. There's Mm -hmm. one that's over in. uh, did they say Saudi Arabia or where was um,
1: that? It was in Arabia. Arabia was it? Yeah, maybe.
0: And he's and he's like walking up on these scenes of devastation, and you just see him like pull these old-looking letters out that have these giant seals on them, and he breaks the seal, and then he drops the letter at each of the each of these sites of the devastation. Yeah. Um. So it you started,
1: have... uh, one of the one. Of, it also started off in Haiti as mm-hmm. well. Was another place gave me major. Exorcist, serpent Serpent in the rainbow Rainbow vibes, yeah, Yeah. and and not even like the original Exorcist, even though a little bit in the beginning of that movie too. Mm -hmm. But also, if you remember the Exorcist, the beginning, like they were, it was it was kind of the same thing where they're out in the desert and they're uncovering the um the Spear of Destiny. Oh yeah, from the the ruins or whatever. Like it just kind of gave me like that that franchise vibe though, Mm -hmm. and then it felt also a lot like that serpent in the rainbow because the Hades and whatnot, like. They're, right, they're all kind of within the same family of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, where do we pick up? Well, you see, you see, like they they give it away in the beginning, like, but you really don't know what his level of, of involvement is. But the guy who's breaking the seals is. Uh,
1: don't da- break the seal, man. Don't break the seal. You you're fucked all night. Don't it, break the seal. <laughs> it's it's
0: this guy David who you kind of think is. You bad know, guy. you'd think he's a bad guy, played by Jurgen Prochnow, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's quite a name. Sure. Um, And then he ends up in America going to rent a, a small apartment above a house from Demi Moore. This nice little couple who's having a baby soon.
1: It's Demi Moore and Michael Bean. Can you think of a, a, a more sexual couple? No, that's couple. very I sexual. Mean, I mean, right?
0: Uh, the <laughs> only thing that would make it more sexual is if Michael Bean had his. Uh, his mustache from Tombstone. Mm. Johnny Ringo. Yeah, no. That That's would be the good. only thing that would make it really that sexual. That would be good. He should have that in everything. That and the mullet from uh Terminator. Like if he had the <laughs> mullet from Terminator. <laughs> God, he
1: was John Connor. <laughs> he, no, he wasn't John Connor. He, no, was, he was
0: uh Kyle Kyle Reese. Kyle Kyle Reese. That's yeah. it. yes, yes, yes. If yes, he yes. had his if he had his hair from Terminator <laughs> and his mustache from Tombstone, this would be perfect. The the perfect like late 80s Sex icon,
1: or if when the apocalypse starts, the Terminator shows up, <laughs>
0: they blend the two movies together. Now we're it's talking, awesome. Now yeah. we're talking. <laughs> um,
1: so he ends up, he ends up coming to their house. They have a room for rent, uh or a, a beach not beach house, but like a, a garage basically to rent. Yeah, it was the a studio. It apartment was like a studio if, apartment
0: oh, yeah. above their house. Oh, was it above? Yeah, yeah, because oh, okay. they had, she had to go up the stairs to show it to him. So, now, now this is where I started. I I kind of got the sense rate right from this scene like where she's showing him around that he wasn't a bad guy. There was well, there was still a I little never, bit of mystery I surrounding I never it.
1: thought he was a bad guy.
0: I not mean, even there, from the
1: not even from the beginning did I think Like he even was
0: in on. the scene in the church where he she follows him into the church and then like he breaks the seal and she starts going into labor
1: no, he cuz that's I mean, still it, there was there were there there were certain scenes where he was doing things that definitely gave off that vibe, mm-hmm. sure. And you know, we don't know what's going on, so you kind of like, okay, that's a check in this other checkbox now. Yeah. But like I never I never got vibes from him that he was a bad guy. <clears throat> um I I still don't know exactly why so the whole idea is that the seven seals—it's the seven seals of of the apocalypse. Yeah, the seven what seven
0: was. signs of the apocalypse. Yeah. So the the rivers of blood, the uh, the the moon, the moon turning to blood, the skies turning dark, the uh, so the, the earthquakes. The
1: was he Jesus?
0: He's he he. So he's he a son of God, or was he, he an says angel? At, was he? He says at the end of the movie, "I returned once as the lamb." Yeah, and I return. Jesus. I return again as the lion. Jesus. So I, I think you. I think that's what they're supposed to. Sweet Jesus! It Sweet was Jesus. Jesus! It was Jesus. <laughs>
1: um. So it's interesting. I, that's though, what why they're why doing would he at, right? Be bringing upon the apocalypse. Then, like, it, he. They're talking about how the the seventh seal or the sixth seal rather of uh, of the guy dying, which we'll get there in a minute. But right. like the seventh or the sixth seal of of the 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 so-called god killer, right? Mm-hmm. Him dying was the sixth seal. Right, right. They never would have gotten to the sixth seal needing to be broken if he wasn't walking around breaking fucking seals.
0: But he, but he was he was sent down so like I I think he was actually I go back to uh I go back to that last M Night Shyamalan movie that we watched uh uh what the hell is it called? Knock at the Cabin, right? Yeah. They were kind of essentially doing the same thing, like they were bringing about the the, the plagues and stuff like, and like, but the, they weren't
1: causing them. They were just kind of reacting to them.
0: They knew true. they were going to have. So, it, they weren't causing. them. So s- somebody was causing them. Okay. It was the it was the lamb returned as the lion.
1: Okay, fine. But, My point is though is if he's trying to avoid the apocalypse, maybe stop breaking all of the seals. That are
0: causing the apocalypse. He's really not trying to avoid the apocalypse, though. He is sympathetic to humans because he loves mankind, but he also knows that he has a job to do and he he feels and and he explains in the movie that uh because at one point he tells them this really nice story about the guff, mm-hmm. which is this hall of souls in heaven where uh like every what time where every time a baby is born, uh the soul that that baby is given comes from the guff, mm-hmm. and uh he relates it to this idea that like sparrows are the only ones who can see the these spirits uh, descending from heaven into the children, and so sparrows singing is a sign that uh, a, a baby is about to be born or whatever. Sounds like an old wives' tale. And so the guff is now devoid of souls, like the last. The last human soul that was in the guff has now been brought down to earth and her baby is the first baby that's going to be born on earth who doesn't have a soul. Yeah. So it's like basically the coming of the Antichrist, right? That, Yeah. Okay. Okay. So So he's makes more sense. So he's not necessarily like wanting to bring about the end of days, but it's like he has a job to do. Which just, his job just, his job is to come and, and make sure that the, the seven seals are broken, make sure he's that the, the
1: caretaker for the end of the days. So. Essentially. Yeah. And, and Jesus got a demotion.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean like he came well, he came it makes sense if you think about it. Like the first time he came it was it was to save the souls of all mankind because he was a martyr. He yep. uh, you know, died for the sins of all mankind. Now we've been left to our own devices for all these thousands of years, and we fucked up, right? Yeah. So we've gotten to the point now where he has to be sent down this time as the lion to bring about the end of days. Makes sense. Wipe the slate clean. Wipe the slate. Wipe the slate clean. Wipe the slate. Wipe clean. the slate clean. And he, so he's coming down to make sure that these seven signs are carried out these seven seals yeah. are broken
1: now one of the main other main characters of the movie is uh is this guy named
0: uh father lucci
1: nope nope the uh down syndrome oh killer.
0: um the god killer the, with down the, syndrome. the god god's hand killer, god's hand killer which is also which is also the name of the killer in uh, um say it
1: because i know it but uh, i don't shit. know it shit
0: uh oh was that fallen frailty? frailty 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 yes uh yeah so this kid is in prison and he's going to be put to death Michael Bean is his attorney yep and he
1: Michael Bean's married to Demi Moore Michael Bean is way.
0: married to Demi Moore yep. that's why we mention this the most sexual couple alive yep. uh Russell Quinn is Michael Bean's name and he's trying to so this kid is uh he's the product of incest yeah, his exactly. mother and father were brother and sister sure. and he's a very devout christian and so he kills them one night he burns them alive because of their s- their sins <laughs> and so he's now in prison and he's about to be put to death because he feels no remorse for this because sure. he feels like he did the right thing right
1: were they did they sorry go on go on i'll come back to this
0: um so he's actually the he's actually the sixth seal to be broken, right? Yeah. And Demi More He has
1: to die basically. That's that's his Right, like his... if he
0: if he dies then that essentially completes the circle and the end of days will be upon us. So that's that's the that's the deal that we're yep. we're given in this movie.
1: There is there's also another priest that shows up.
0: Father Lucci.
1: Father Lucci who comes in about halfway through the movie, I would say. And I uh, you think Not even
0: halfway. He's like in the beginning because he's he's he always is, yeah. he's always like hot on the heels. He of, just pops up. He's always hot on the heels of David. Yeah, like David will come to a place and he'll break a seal and leave it behind, and Father Lucci is always like yeah. one step behind him. And he's and he starts to realize, oh my God, these are the signs of the apocalypse and they're coming true.
1: So, what was the name of the uh, the Godsend killer?
0: Uh, uh, that's the I was gonna say James. Ta- john taylor but that's the um his name was jimmy 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 so zargoza j-
1: so jimmy is awaiting execution essentially mm-hmm. and uh you the um i don't i don't have the uh the list in front of me here i usually do I who are you talking listen. about the cast list
0: i know but who are you talking about jimmy's the, awaiting the, execution the, the new priest oh Lucci. yeah Lucci. yeah
1: so Lucci shows up and he is he plays the role of the good guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying... He, he wants everyone to believe that he's the good guy, that he's here for everybody. Um, and this, is the, the movie tries to kind of throw you off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's... You You come to find out that he is not the good guy. He's the one that's actually trying to bring about the apocalypse. And he wants nothing more than to make sure that... Um, Jimmy dies. Jimmy, I'm going to say Timmy. It wasn't Timmy. <laughs> Uh, that Jimmy dies though, because that's the last seal to be broken. And, and then,
0: the, and the reason he wants him to die is because, turns out, Father Lucci is actually ancient. Yep, he's been alive for a couple thousand years.
1: Well, he was he was the Roman soldier that beat Jesus. He was yeah. Who was then doomed for an eternity of of never dying in this right? And that. Like, like you will walk,
0: you will walk the earth until yep. the end of days. Yep. And so he wants to die.
1: Ironically, in the year 1988, him and Jesus cross paths again. Yep. Did he beat him again? Who knows? Who knows?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know actually. Um, he uh, he's been he's been walking. Uh, so the funny thing is too, like he wants the end of days to happen. He wants to die, but wouldn't it stand a reason that when he does die, he'll his soul will go to hell?
1: Why would? It? Which is what?
0: Why would it? Yeah. Well because he was like he was he was he was doomed from the beginning like he he took he took part in like beating Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's a pretty big offense.
0: It's a pretty big offense. So like when he so he is he's sentenced to walk the earth amongst humans until the end of days isn't that a better alternative to your soul being that's damned true. to eternal hellfire? That's true.
1: <laughs> no, no, I give you that. It's absolutely true. But
0: he's just so that I guess that tells you how bad it's gotten on Earth, to where he would rather burn burn in hell for eternity they than must have been in Detroit than walk around. <laughs> so he does everything he can toward the end of the movie to make sure that Jimmy dies. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, meanwhile, there's a lot of layers to this movie. There are a lot. This of is layers. why. This is why I kind of like it because. There's a lot going on, right? There's a lot of different stories, a lot of moving parts. Right. But I still consider it a slow burn. Right. And, but it does, and, but because of all the different layers, it keeps you engaged in the story. It never lingers on one thing for too long. It never overstays its welcome, you know, or nothing's ever too short either. Every segment of this movie is kind of perfect. Right. Like the pacing's really good. Everything's really great. In yep. It. Um, because you also have uh, John Hurd makes a random appearance. John Hurd as a
0: priest. Hell yeah! This Mo- you- the most laid back priest ever. He's got his arms like slung over the pew, and he's hey, like, "Hey, man!" <laughs> he's talking to Avi, who is a young Jewish boy. Who, uh, what's her name? What is what is uh, Demi Moore's oh, just, name? Just call her Demi. Uh, <laughs> Abby. Abby. So Abby goes to talk to a, <laughs> Abby goes to talk to a Hasidic Jewish rabbi, and she. Goes to shake his hand, and then all hell breaks loose because yeah. you're not supposed to touch a Hasidic Jewish rabbi. That's I don't know if that's a fact. If I'm, it is, I'm assuming they did their homework for this movie. Welcome to Earth. I didn't touch people. I didn't know that you. I didn't know that a woman is not allowed to touch a rabbi at all. It's sexist. Right, well, sexist. Um, so she's in the hallway, like, oh well, I that fucks me over, yeah. and then she turns around and Avi's there. He's this young Jewish boy. And he helps her to translate the, the, the page that she found written in this like uh, what was it Chi- chameleon chameleon? I can't. I just said chameleon. <laughs> it's some Jew- some Jewish dialect. A lot of where the- it's where it's like it's a page from the Bible, but she's like, well, can you translate it for me just in case there's some clue in here?
1: Where do all these people in these movies randomly get super old parchment paper?
0: it's uh like, it's, where, do they,
1: where do they where do they find these these crazy old relics they
0: just take a <laughs> they take a normal piece of printer paper and they age it with oh, uh it? with coffee grounds oh
1: so these are all based on lies
0: coffee grounds and a heat gun it's whatever they want which is how i i learned that trick from you <laughs> and that's how i aged your little uh yeah i saw your little tag i saw that um nice. Nice, nice job. <laughs> thanks man. Uh, it's, uh, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, so Avi. Avi goes to talk to John Hurd, who is a Catholic priest. Mm That's kind of weird, though. Like, why would he... Oh, because they're dealing with New Testament shit. And if he's not going to go talk to a rabbi about New Testament stuff. So he goes to talk to John Hurd, who's a Catholic priest. The most laid-back Catholic priest in the history of Catholic priests. (laughs) And also, I like there's there was a part of that scene too where he's like well these things aren't supposed to be taken literally these things are supposed to be just like uh how does he say parables basically yeah they're parables they're 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 uh they're teaching aids right which is i don't know it's like that's that's where religion gets so fucking to me is like because some people take it literally you know, sure. like some people take that, it those word, scary word for word. That's the, that's how it, that's how it is. And then there's other people who are just like, well, this is meant to be interpreted in this way, yeah. you know? So it's, it's, it's weird. Like you've got, uh, like who, who are you supposed to listen to? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got some people who are saying, God, you're, supposed to, James. you're supposed to take this literally, you have other people who, who are saying you're supposed to interpret this in a certain way. I don't know.
1: And the rational people are like, "No one fucking knows." <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop arguing. Everybody, no stopped, one
0: knows. Everybody, stop beating each other up over this shit. Oh yeah, no shit! So uh, Abby ends up talking to. She realizes that uh, that David is not really this horrible person, this like horrible uh, doom doom bringer that she thinks she is, that she thinks he is. Yep. and. She's like, Well, I can make this right. Like I can make this. And he's he assures her, like, there is no other way. Like once the seven seals have been broken, the end of days is upon us, right? And she says that uh
1: the ending this ending fucking floored me, by the way.
0: Oh yeah, it was wild.
1: It didn't make any sense. Why not? Because okay, so like you're saying, the only way to prevent it is to stop the sixth seal from being killed, which is the the, the kid right. uh, with Down syndrome who killed his parents or right. whatever. So, the Michael B and her husband is like, "There's nothing we can do about this. It's happening no matter what." Mm-hmm. They're in a sealed room. There's 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 a whole like fence in between them and where the people can be.
0: Right. Oh, at All, the execution. Yeah,
1: yeah, at the execution. All she does is run up to the execution and bang on the fence. She can't get in. <laughs> the priest then, for some strange reason, grabs a gun and starts shooting at her. To make sure that the that the killer dies, if he would have done nothing, the cops would have probably either shot her or removed her, and they would have killed him anyway.
0: Well, I well, okay, yeah, nothing. you're <laughs> you're right, but like he got desperate at that point.
1: For what reason? Though? I don't know. Because like he maybe he actually in, thought he that she was never in danger,
0: and it's funny. Well, he yeah, and
1: his kill were never in danger.
0: That's true because like no, like if some crazy lady came. Came in and she was like, No, stop. They wouldn't do like, they would just take her away. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't stop the whole yeah, process. Yeah. They
1: might like pause so the, for a second. They'd be like, get this fucking crazy lady out of here. She's and then all pregnant, of a sudden, bring her to the hospital. And, and then, then all like, of a sudden, you got a
0: killing. Oh my God, the priest has a gun. <laughs> like, that's that doesn't make any sense. No, but I get it. Why he was, did he
1: grabbing, why he did he was feel desperate.
0: <laughs> he was desperate.
1: She was uh, never in danger. He's been so calm and collected for millennia. <laughs> for millennia
0: playing the slow game the whole time and then he's just like no
1: then he gets his cage rattled literally his cage rattled by a pregnant woman and he pulls a gun and ruins the entire thing so (laughs) doesn't make any sense
0: but so she goes back to because there was there was the the one through fourth signs right that had already come true Mm -hmm. it was like the, uh, the the city that became ice which turned out to be Sodom yeah, it was the same ground on which Sodom had uh, laid when it was destroyed. That tracks. There was the uh, the ocean that boiled and killed all the fish. There were the sense. rivers that turned to blood.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What was the fourth seal? Was the fourth seal her? No, she. Yeah, uh, she. No. No, she was the fifth.
1: She was the fifth. Yeah.
0: I don't remember what the fourth I, I seal was. I don't either. She was the fifth. Like he had already broken the seal. Was it just like her sheer, like her sheer will that kept the baby alive? Because he broke the seal, yeah, which I was think supposed so. to kill the baby.
1: Well, she obviously was like super mom, so I think so. Oh
0: yeah, She's I mean it's me more So that's like, true. That's true. Um, so she ends up like through her sheer power of will, being able to keep the baby alive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then she goes into labor after this whole all the shenanigans at the prison. It turns out Jimmy and actually ends up getting shot in the neck even though she jumps out in front of her uh, you know out in front of jimmy and gets shot right in the boob yeah <laughs> oh, then poor boob poor boob and then uh jimmy still gets you shot
1: talk about that boob in a minute
0: oh you want to talk about talk about the boob
1: in a minute <laughs> continue your thought
0: and she she ends up so going she get goes into labor and then and then uh david shows up and like and uh, the baby's born, but then the baby is, his whole thing the entire time was, this baby will be stillborn because it has no soul. Mm-hmm. Because the guff is empty. The guff, but, the guff is empty. But me, then she goes back to her, so it turns out she was actually present. It wasn't just a dream, but she was actually present at the time that Jesus was being beaten by the Roman soldiers. Mm-hmm. And that whole, like, would you die this for him? This is what Ancestry tells you. Oh. I was related to the Roman soldier. Oh, is that why you did it? Hopefully. Is that why you did the Hopefully. Ancestry.com? I, I could be related to Pontius Pilate. Right on, dude. That's gnarly. Right. I wow. know. I know.
1: So... <laughs> Buy me a whip later. <laughs> so, oh
0: my God. So she, uh, she essentially ends up saying, I will die for you. I'll die for you. And she reaches out and she grabs her little baby's hand and the baby starts breathing she essentially like transfers her soul over to the baby and she dies for him. Yeah. Is that the part that caught you off guard?
1: No, the part that caught me off guard, like I talked about, was was the part where the the, the priest randomly grabs a gun and starts oh. shooting people. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Yeah. I thought the I thought the end part though where you know she sacrificed herself, which I think makes her the new Jesus. Sacrifice herself so that others can
0: live, such as her baby. Oh, so what would that make the baby then? Because I was like thinking, like this baby is the new, yeah, like the baby is the new savior of man. Well, but it's really her. It's uh, I think they like think she we sacrificed. Need, herself. We need a
1: new savior name. There's God. There's Jesus. And then there's like I
0: don't know Steve. And now there's Gi Jesus. Gi Jesus. Gi Jane. Gi I like Jesus. It. Yeah. 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 I like that.
1: I like it. <laughs> um, there was. Um, yeah, I, I I did like this movie. I feel like we've been talking about it a little bit fragmented, but like I do like this movie a lot. There's there's a lot to it. There's a lot of different storylines going on. Yeah. Um, but if you can watch, if you can watch uh, the Da Vinci Code, you can follow this. Yes, I'll say that.
0: Yeah. Um. I I would, I would say if you watch the Da Vinci Code, this will be easy for you. The Da Vinci Code is probably harder to follow. That's than this. probably true. Um, yeah, it was just it, it it was a good movie. Like there was some there was a few uh, sort of misleading parts where you think some characters are something other than what they actually sure. turn out it's to intentional be. Intentional though. Um, yeah, intentional, but like but done well. Yeah, you know, I I would say so. Um, I yeah, I just overall I thought it was a really cool movie.
1: I I really did um, a lot. I didn't like the fact that they used a an actor with down syndrome i understand i understand why but like is it weird they use natural down syndrome to represent what happens if you are a product of incest was that a little weird um i know at the time they probably didn't think anything of it and nobody else really did either i get that
0: i don't it is is incest a is would a it, bad
1: thing probably not
0: <laughs> not not if we're talking about <laughs> biblical times no not at all is incest the is is there a high is there a higher there, well there's certainly a higher likelihood of birth defects. Down syndrome incest. is not is one down, of them. Down syndrome no. is not one up. of them. I looked it up. Okay. So
1: basically, you're you're looking at children with Down syndrome or people with Down syndrome as a birth defect in and of the line of basically like a a mental or, or f- physical and mental defects like you would get from
0: I mean incest. I like I love the oppor- I love the opportunity for uh actors you know oh, like agree. actors with down syndrome or any 300%. other disabilities I love the, them getting opportunities to play these parts and stuff like that but Agreed. yeah if it's like if it's not, <laughs> if it's not scientifically sound you know like where where uh incest would be a a natural marker for, for that kind of thing to happen. Like that, yeah, that's, that seems a little distasteful to me. Yeah. And
1: I I said, I looked it up. Down syndrome is not anything that's ever really associated with incest. Right. So you're basically, you're just taking somebody who looks different.
0: It's, um, it's almost like you're, you're making, you're you're making it easier for the, for like neurotypical people to, uh, to like, to bite onto this idea through because because you know people with down's naturally yeah. naturally look different or like have yeah. or have different capabilities like
1: Oh, well, what do you, when you, when you, when you're, when you're, when you're incest and everyone think comes, everything comes out looking like this. So this is, this is must be what it is. Yeah. That, which that, is like, that's the, that's the like dumb pl- rationale Playing, behind playing
0: it. to the lowest common denominator yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Which is
1: unfortunate because most people that I know with Down syndrome are the smartest, happiest people I've ever met in my life. Sure. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't, it, it doesn't track. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I uh, if you ever see anybody doing that, coma, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, overall though, uh, a good movie. I yeah, liked it. I, I liked it a lot.
1: I liked it a ton. Yeah, I would. I'd recommend it. I already have recommended it to people.
0: I had so. uh, I had always seen the cover art for it. Like I've seen this cover art thousands of times, and always kind of meant to check this movie out. Sure, because I'm like you. I like uh, I like religious based horror. Mm-hmm. Um. But I uh, never got around to it, so I'm glad that we finally went for it. Agreed. Um, unfortunately, paired it with a stinker. That's okay. But hey, it happens sometimes. It happens. Happens. So, all right. Uh, that was Patient Seven and the Seventh Sign. Uh, all you right. can you can watch Patient Seven or not watch it on Tubi. Yep. Uh, the don't, seventh don't the seventh sign we rented on Vudu. So do. Yeah, do. Yeah,
1: don't I don't a do this week.
0: A don't a do.
1: I uh, I would definitely recommend Seventh Sign. If you're if you're into slow burns, if you're into that kind of stuff like from the 70s, mystery yeah. and
0: and you know, if religious horror is the is your type of thing, like yeah, yeah definitely go for it. Yep, absolutely. All right, uh, next week we no idea. might not be doing a show.
1: Yeah, no idea. We are we are entering into the next week or next week next month of the show we're entering into a lot of really really busy territory rocky
0: territory uh i have a wedding coming up james has next week we have a bachelor party so bachelor party we have we might not be doing a show next week who knows or unless we decide to get together early in the week and do it
1: due to the the other um very like you know the personal things that we're dealing with here um there 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 could be reasons for those that we're not going to be around again i have a wedding at the end of next month like this is gonna be a real dicey month, so bear with us. Uh, if we're here, we're here. If we're not, we're not. Just uh, keep your eyes glued to the internets, and uh, we shall return. We at know some you point. will.
0: We know you will. At some point. I gotta get my buzz kill fix. What's uh, the next one?
1: <laughs> from this point on, though, we make no promises. Um, we'll keep you guys. We'll try to keep you everybody up to date, though, as much as we can. From this point um, on,
0: we'll just say it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Might get one,
1: uh, you might get a new episode next week. You might get a new episode nine years from now. Yeah, who knows? Yeah,
0: you might get a new episode at the end of days. Maybe who knows?
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger, baby.
0: Until then, if you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast.
1: You can find us on X. Ooh, at the Buzzkill PC. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on all major streaming services, including Twitter. Um, and I, this week I want you to go tell your local. Motorcycle enthusiast. Okay, and tell him to put a Buzzkill podcast sticker on his helmet, and if he's not wearing a helmet, tell him he's dumb. Yep, and then he's gonna probably die. Yeah, or do th- maim himself in the street. Yeah, do that. You
0: know? <laughs> there's, uh, <laughs> there's a story. <laughs> yeah, there's a story. Tonight's been a long night. Uh, please wear a helmet when you're when you ride a motorcycle, yep. and. We'll see you next week, maybe. Maybe. Michael? James. Until next week, or not, who knows? Adios, sir. Later, brother.